Let's try that again. Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pisano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night segment of The Outer Realm. We are broadcasting live here on the United Public Radio Network, UFO Paranormal Radio Network 105.3 and 107.7 FM from the beautiful city of New Orleans. We're fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers Coffee who have been a part of our journey since the very beginning. So thank you, Folgers. We appreciate you so very much. Also, big thank you to Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, a.k.a. Justin Snicker, who is the voice and the music that you hear for our intro and our outro. He's an award-winning composer of Halloween horror sci-fi and dark wave electronic music, which can be found anywhere that good music can be found. Also, big thank you to Steve McGinnis, who is a talent behind our logos and our artwork. So big thank you to Steve McGinnis. You can find him on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. No bubbles. I People have been asking. I just did not want to say anything without her permission. And I now have that. So she has given me permission to let you all know what's going on. Her daughter, as you know, because you've heard her talk about it, uh, is due to have um, her, her kidney transplant the first week in January. And she's basically taking time off to be with family. She is very very appreciative of all the prayers and well wishes. They are most welcome. And she thanks you all in advance for that and wishes everyone a really nice Christmas. So please, again, feel free to extend your well wishes. It's all welcome. Now tonight, of course, the outer realm is getting into a little bit of Christmas spirit, but not how you quite think. So our guest host, of course, tonight is Joe Montaldo, our dear friend, our producer, a station owner. And you probably have heard some of this when we did the Gray Zone Uncensored. And uh, it really, you know, went went off well. People loved it. So, of course, we can't give you everything because you have to eventually tune into that segment of the Gray Zone. But we will touch on some of it. So we will be discussing ancient traditions, dark folklore that surround Christmas, if time allows. We'll even talk about how people celebrate Christmas from all around the world. Um, of course, we will be addressing everyone in chat just like now because we have the bubble unit. 
just popped in to say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everyone. And uh, thank you, Michelle, for all of your love and support. And Joe, too. We love you. And you just worry about you and you worry about your family. There we go. And of course, we've got people chiming in. Janie, hello. Merry Christmas to you and Joe. Merry Christmas back to you. Zach man, good evening, everyone. Merry Christmas to all. Hello, hello. Spooky greetings. Ah, my kind of greeting. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> hello, Carol. Hello, April. Um, bubbles is for you. There we go. Great present, prayer sent. And also for you, Bubbles, praise for Sav and her family. Love and prayers coming your way. Hello, Constance. Hello, hello. Nice to see you. Well, okay, so chiming in, of course, tonight is somewhat of a round, well, it is a round table discussion. Oh, see, Joe's playing around with like really cool folklore stuff. So that's a nice one. We'll keep it. <laughs> but um, so please feel free to put your comments and your questions in the chat room. And uh, of course, we will address them as we go along. So, Joe, Joe, how's it going? Let, let me unmute myself so I'm actually talking to y'all and not to some air somewhere. It's actually oh, yeah. pretty good. I mean, you know, it's been crazy the last couple of weeks. You know, I, I was coming into the holidays thinking, all right, it's going to be slow. I can remodel the house. I can have the spirit going on. And just, oh, oh, hell no. I should have known better. Uh, all of a sudden, <laughs> we just flooded busy. Then we got freezes. I spent all day today just prepping properties for the freeze, uh, which was mm. good money. Don't get me wrong. I can tell you about how much I made from one day of floating around in the water. That's getting cold down that neck. It, That's it, crazy. It, it will, uh, we'll hit, where I live, we'll hit 18 tonight. Uh, New Orleans will probably hit around 22, 24. But the problem is it's going to be sustained. It's going to be several hours. Here, we'll only get above freezing for like two or three hours. New Orleans might get four or five, but uh, that's it. But for here, it's a big deal. For y'all, this is this weather we're getting is nothing for y'all. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, wind chills 44 below. I mean, this this is nothing. Uh, for us, it's a big deal because we don't have things like salt or snow plows or any of that crap. We, mm. we just don't own any of that. And when the right. ice is freeze, it's it's done. It's over with. For however long the roads are frozen, we're all on vacation. Even the cops. Everybody's on vacation. Oh, everybody's getting ready here. We're all getting hit. Yeah, and so of course, I have friends in Texas who are like, oh, my God, it's so cold over here. I'm like, what? So that's why I had to call this climate change because you couldn't call it. Yeah. Because like where we live, it, the, our winters are actually quite a bit colder than they usually are. And so it's Texas is seeing snow like four or five years in a row now. Uh, it's just it's just getting and they're seeing you know below freezing weather a lot. So it's it's they're getting more more prepped for it, but it's just how it's going. Right. So uh, you know maybe maybe you know climate change is a good word because uh, at least that is more more description of than what it was before because it's not global warming. People, you right. come to, our summers are actually cooler, and our winters are actually colder, which we're not com complaining about. We actually like. Christmas weather for Christmas, you know, right. 22 degrees outside, 24 degrees outside all day Christmas. You have roaring fires. You can actually enjoy it because most of the time, nobody down here even gets to light up a fireplace. I mean, really, right. you're running, you're running for the air conditioning as soon as you light up the fireplace. So, I know it's, 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 it's sad. yeah, but I know, so I know I, I'm a gross and booby. So I can be more like <laughs> a 
<laughs> Hello out there in the world. Wait, I got I to change my voice though too. So we'll have to get to that. I, I think you've got to, yeah, knock up a bit. I don't think I go like, that Hello high, world. I, it's, uh, I know. It's hard we, because, you know, we've got these deep radio voices and stuff. Yes. How, how are you doing? Uh, Hi. Hi, I'm Amelia. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> no, no. Bubba's See, got if I put a thing on you, I wouldn't even know. voice. That's why we nicknamed the squirrel. Yes. It's a... We, we got a Lola voice is what you're trying to tell me, huh? Little Lola. The little Lola's got a squeaky, so high-pitched, whatever you want to call it. It's it's except for, except for her rooster bark. She's got a rooster bark that, you know, I don't know what she thinks that is. That's like the alarm system going off. And it goes off a lot, let me tell you what. I'm going to make a reel of her doing that just, just to irritate other poor <laughs> people who, who have nice animals and pets that don't do this. You know, guys, be ca- careful out there. You know, it's going to be easy for Grumpus to get y'all this year with all this freezing Grumpus. snow. <laughs> I'm just Grumpus. warning you. I'm just I saying, know. well, he's kind of Grumpus. He's kind of grumpy. He's uh, mm. he just beware. I'm just saying, you know, it's going to be uh, dark and cold and stormy and people will be staying inside. And, you know, you go, go disappear in a snowbank and whoops. Uh, honey bunch is cashing in on your life insurance policy. I'm just saying, be careful. <laughs> That's like real Christmas spirit right there. Well, you know, it's Christmassy. I mean, sure. you know, somebody just got rich. That's, sure. that's American sure. dream. Oh my god. No, it's, it's, oh my god. I mean, actually, to be honest, most of the people I've, we've been around the last couple of days have been in good moods. Even today, I had to go. Um, I was in Jesus. I was in Lowe's, Target, Walmart, and two grocery stores, and it, it's just. Everybody's and they're moving fast. Everything's moving fast, and everybody's happy. Happy oh, holidays, happy, happy merry effing Christmas. To two people, two two people working today, and I know they're overworked. So we try to just cheer them up, but you know, it's like this is not fun. I said, "How's your night going?" This is not fun. Oh, okay. No, well, that's fun. terrible. Hopefully, well, you'll be done soon. I almost got the girl at the grocery store in trouble because I tipped her twenty bucks. I said, "When when's your last break?" She said, "We ain't have one yet today." I said, "Well, here here's twenty at least to make you happy. I mean, to help you out. I mean, you know, whatever your salary is." But they're, they're, they're just nonstop. And I, and I mean, but I got to give them credit. The lines are moving fast. Mm-hmm. No one's standing and waiting. Even in a grocery store, the lines are moving fast. It's weird for me because a lot of stuff we cook, you go to these Mississippi grocery stores, they don't have this stuff in stock. Mm-hmm. You go to Louisiana grocery stores, it's all there. So, you know, right. bigger demand, bigger stock. But because yeah. I like certain things, I plan on making four pounds of fudge this weekend. I'm going to nice. make, well, I'm making fudge. two, two pounds. Of the vanilla, it's the white fudge. This this white fantasy fudge is just oh my god! And then I'm gonna make some peanut butter and then make some chocolate. I thought about swirling it up for some of the family, but that way they can all go home with like a quarter pound of of fudge, so well, a quarter pound of fudge and a half pound of mushrooms. Yeah, there we go. There you go. See, this is sort of like one of those things that we're talking about Christmas traditions. But what I thought we would do first is touch a little bit on. Let's get into like ancient origins a little bit. That might be kind of fun. You, you mean, and I talked well, about some of this stuff. Do, do you mean why the aliens made Santa Claus? Okay, let's listen to your story before we go to my story. You know? Well, uh, no, I'm just, no, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Yeah. Let's just go back a little bit. Why is Christmas called Christmas? Mm. Okay. Anybody in chat, anybody that knows, just chime in. So the name Christmas... Um, comes from the Mass of Christ and was shortened to Christmas. The service um, was the only one allowed to take place after the sunset and before sunrise the next day. So, you know, many people had it at around midnight. 
Now, remember, Jesus was a Jew and is believed that the church chose December 25th as a date for Christmas due to the Jewish Festival of Lights as Hanukkah also began on December 25th. Yeah, the first, so, did, so did all the pagan holidays. Just such a coincidence. It's just all them well, poor pagan holidays got wrapped up in, into Christmas. I don't really believe in coincidences. <laughs> so, I, you know, you're being a little bit sort of sarcastic, but it's true, darn it. Um, first recorded date of Christmas being celebrated was just on December 25th, was around 336 AD during the time of the Roman Emperor Constantine, of course, which many people know. Um, however, it was not an official Roman state festival at this point. In fact, Puritan leaders even tried to abolish Christmas at one point because there was no biblical basis for celebrating the day. I can just imagine like people all over the world right now. Going, what did you just say? <laughs> just sort of like just we're, a we're message of people. I know. This is just research stuff that Joe and I um, you know, did on our other show. And um, like I said, people really, really liked it. Hey, Doreen. But um, you know, a lot of people aren't aware of, of this. And you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but a lot of this stuff was all based on, you know, pagan holidays. Or well, I mean, yeah, because what they did was is the. So, you know, what you were talking about, Christ is right. And then they took advantage of it when when as as Catholics were spreading across, actually, as Christianity was spreading across Europe, it became more of a thing. They started tuning. They said, well. You know, the Yule, the solstice, that's what was being celebrated by the pagans, mm -hmm. you know, or or even just the ordinary people. That was their, you know, the burning of the tree, the whole nine yards. And they just slowly but surely turned it into Christmas. Mm -hmm. it, it just slowly it became the bigger, the more popular holiday is what happened. Mm -hmm. It's not that other people wasn't celebrating. The other ones that were for a long time. And even today, there are still some people that celebrate it in that fashion. But um, mm -hmm. Christmas just... Even Hanukkah can't compete with Christmas. Kwanzaa, none of that can. Even it's awful coincidental that all these holidays fall together because it's it's the way it works. It's the way it was designed. And um, you know we have the winter solstice, which the pagans would have uh, like fourteen days of whatever you want to call it, holiday party and whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you know the Catholics said, well, we have to we have to you know bring these savages into the fold. No, that's really how the Catholics looked at them. And slowly mm -hmm. but surely, that's what they did. And then, and it's not just Christmas, people. It's almost every major holiday there is. Easter, the whole nine yards are based on either pagan holidays, Jewish holidays that the, the Christians felt like they needed to take over. And they did very successfully, too. Mm -hmm. But what they didn't count on, what the poor Christians didn't count on, was the monetization of Christmas. <laughs> that kind of bit them in the butt. They weren't expecting that. It, uh, no. It's no. just something they didn't. They they should have been planning for it, but they didn't. It, it it. But it is. It's 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 easy to watch. You know, if you go all the way back to Saint Nick and you work your way all the way back to Saint Nick's and you work your way all the way back forward. I mean, you can watch the progression slowly but surely. If you had a time machine, you could just like travel along watching it as it happened. And, mm -hmm. it, and it's such. And so many people get mad about it when you talk about it. A lot of my Christian friends, I said, well, no, you just circumcised. I mean, circumvented the um of the holiday. I said, you took the pagan holiday, the Jewish holiday, and you turned it into yours. Oh, no, no. I said, oh, yeah, let's go look and see if it wasn't there. Oh, well, guess what? It was there before yours. Mm -hmm. uh, people forget Christianity is relatively new in religions. It's only 2,000 years old. Uh, or, yeah, 2,000, what is it? What are we in? Uh, 2000 and 2022, so it's 2,022 years old, technically. Mm -hmm. It started 100 years after the crisis death. So 
2000 was marked as Christ's death, and then, or zero was marked as Christ's death, and then 100 years after that, the Christian church started. Right? Well, actually, about 300 years, but the Bible was actually written about 100 years after. Mm-hmm. Yes, people, don't get mad at me. I didn't make any of this. No, I know, nothing, it's like the messenger. We're not even yeah, getting into Nothing I'm saying is not that. true. Every, every word I'm talking is gospel. You don't have to take me from a word. Even the Catholic Church will tell you when the Bible was actually written and by who it was written by. Right. Right. So don't get mad at me. And don't get me mad at me because in pagans and my friends out there, my witches, don't get mad at me because the Christians circumvented your holidays. Um, you know, but they it's, amalgamated it's, everything. In every holiday, you yeah, know, yeah. whenever they would come in and, and invade a country, for example, or, or a civilization and a culture, they would at least, I mean, they would incorporate. I won't say at least. I mean, they incorporated it. I think it was a way of making, you know, that culture feel as though you know you know like yes it's a transition but we will incorporate some of your well, belief systems well look because- what they did with halloween they took it from a very dark celebration to a very light celebration now mm-hmm. kids and candy that's not what halloween was in the beginning people i'm just saying no, it's what it is today not, no, but it's not what it was in the beginning so yeah we um, spoke about that as well um you know one or one of our halloween episodes but here's i mean things like we don't we don't consider like for example the link between christian christmas and pre-christian festivals that were honored at the solstice winter solstice for example mistletoe holly berries wreaths and yule logs um, go back to odin's eight-legged steed or santa's eight reindeers odin for example now we're getting into a bit you know folklore Odin would leave gifts for children by entering through a fire hole and Santa left gifts by entering the home down through the fireplace. So, you, you know, that, and that's just more, you know, that's not so much the religious aspect, everything as so much as it is a little bit of a, of a belief system, but I mean, everything started going back to, you know, the winter solstice and origins of Yule. You, I think what you were talking about before Joe was the 12 holy nights of Yule which goes back to, you know, the prehistory, the time of the the winter solstice, which was seen as a very significant time of year for most cultures. We just went through it yesterday, right? So, but, you know, the Christians actually disliked the pagan festivities, you know, drinking and singing. That's why they needed to just take them over. That's what they wanted to do. They just just wanted to take them over. And they did eventually. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's right on into the Middle Ages and the church had to restore you know, uh, solemnity and go, nope, that's it. Now you can't do that. But this is well, one of the reasons why we go Christmas caroling, for example. That's yeah, where it came to from. Keep, to keep the evil away. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, people, some of the Christmas carolers are the evil. Oh, my God, have you seen and heard some of these people sing? It's like a sin. Last, a couple of years ago, we were in Pensacola, Florida, and they do this big – um, you can go down and put you on a bus and they, they got little places where it's snowing and they're serving hot chocolate, you know, cause there's no real snow down here. They have to make snow themselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they take you around from each group. They got a group of carolers here and they're, they're dressed period too, which is cool. And, you know, there's about 10 different groups of carolers and they, you ride around this little bus and each place you stop, they have something for you, chocolate, candy, whatever. And, um, you listen to them carol. Some of them are quite good. And some of them you're like, give me the gun. Just give me the gun. Let me shoot myself now. Let, let me out of this misery, but it is a lot of fun. And, uh, and, but it does, it's another thing that takes you out of the dark. Mm-hmm. No, it's it true. It brings true. you into the light. Mm-hmm. Well, it's important for people, for you, the Christians had this thing of, um, you hear it's been, the say it's been circum, circumvented now, but 
um, you hear you hear that you know out of the darkness into the light. It goes mm-hmm. way, 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 way back, way beyond Christianity. Probably back four, five thousand, six thousand. Probably back to the Sumerians. Uh, it's just the same because we all want to come out of the darkness into the light. We don't want to live in the darkness. We want to live in the light. Even though I don't, I hate to say this, I prefer when it's dark. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh-oh. I like to sleep in the daytime. Oh, when I was young, I really thought I was a freaking vampire because I didn't get up until you know I'd go to bed at sun- sunrise and get up at sunset. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. I had no no. I didn't need to see the daytime world. I had no need to see the daytime world. There was nothing in it I was, I was interested in. Uh, I, I liked the nightlife. And uh, so did I, but I still enjoy the sunlight. <laughs> sunlight. I'm one of those vampires that do really well in the sunlight. Bah humbug. Bah humbug. Bah humbug. Sunlight I is call overrated. You Grampus instead of Krampus. Sunlight is <laughs> overrated. And, and the bad part is I say that and I live in a house that has 5 billion uh, windows in it. My bedroom <laughs> window is actually bigger than my bed. <laughs> uh, so, yes, and, and so is my living room. And my well, we all see it when I put pictures up of the new dining room table and all, but uh, it's it's, right. it's bigger than my dining room table, which actually is full size, sits ten people. Right. Um, well, I could squeeze twelve in if I wanted to, but still, it, it's 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 out of the darkness into the light, and that's what the Christianities Christians have been doing. The problem with Christians is again, like Easter. Easter was a major holiday, and guess what it is today? It's a big bunny with ears and some chocolate candies for your kids. Just like Halloween, just like Christmas. Everything Um, does. They they just didn't anticipate that. Mm -hmm. The Christians, and it it cost the Christians because it cost them followers. You know, before they had a big, huge following, 80, 70, 80% of the planet. And now they're 50, 50, 52% in our country. And uh, I mean, there's still almost 2 billion, 2.5 billion Christians, but still. Mm. Uh, That's like Catholics. Catholics, I think, are 1.5 billion, but. Christians are a little over two and a half billion. There's, there's a lot of them out there. Right. And they're trying to drag yellow skinny butts out of the darkness into the light. And if that's true, oh, that's great. And that's all great. But see, for some reason, I, I don't imagine Satan living in darkness. I mean, first off, it's hell and it's flaming, roaring crap all the time. It can't be dark. It's got to be some mysteriously glowing orange place. Um, and do you want to live in a place that's just nothing but bright white light? Come take a ride on interstate late at night with somebody with LED lights behind you and see. That's <laughs> yeah, see good, see good. how you like that. Um, okay, let's touch now on – I'm going to bounce around a little bit because, like I said, there's just so much. I want to get into like some of the around. fun stuff. Yeah, start bouncing. Just give me a little bouncing. There we go. <laughs> give us some bouncing. Um, let's talk a little bit about how um, some of the folklore goes. Um Let's talk about Krampus, which is celebrated in Austria, Central Europe, and it's really, I mean, taken off everywhere. Um, for those who aren't familiar with him, he's this this big spooky guy and resembles a goat or demon, punishes misbehaving children who initially had nothing to do with Christmas at all. Um, and he was said to like work with St. Nicholas. <laughs> so like, yeah, like he, was, he was like the, the yeah. alter ego of Jekyll and Hyde. In the 12th century, the Catholic Church attempted to banish him altogether, banish, you know, Krampus celebrations because of his resemblance to the devil. Historically, however, Krampus himself comes around on the night of December 5th until January 6th, tagging along with St. Nick as he visits houses all night. So modern day people and cultures from all over the world still celebrate Krampus by dressing up as this mythical creature parading around the streets, poking people with or children with sticks i thought oh my gosh you know but nick you know saint nicholas only concerned himself with the good children 
while Krampus was responsible for the bad children. Now, getting into more Scandinavian folklore, let's talk about um, the winter solstice with this dark history that sort of comes into Christmas. And that, of course, is Odin and is a, a folklore called the Wild Hunt, which was said to you know, be Odin, would ride through the skies of the Wild Hunt, collecting the souls of the dead. Everyone stayed inside feasting, afraid to go outside, just in case they were caught and abducted by the wild hunt. One did not need to be caught out alone on the road on this night as the ghostly hunting party. They were being party abducted by something, all right. <laughs> tore through the night, you know, sky, carrying off souls of the dead to the underworld. The children were said to leave hay. See this resemblance again with leaving stuff for Santa. The children were said to leave hay in their boots during Yuletide for Odin's eight-legged steed to feed from while Odin stopped in to bring treats to the children by entering through the fire hole. The people did not call the holiday Christmas, although the word itself seems to go back around 300 AD with, you know, Emperor Constantine. It was a pagan festival that followed midwinter solstice, usually around December 21st, and celebrated the return of the sun the next day, um, and then slowly started the days getting longer lasted for 12 days hence the 12 days of christmas so to this day the people of scandinavia still burn a yule log and the ashen remains were used to ward off evil spirits and other misfortunes before being ignited again the following year to start the subsequent yule fire so it's like i think that is actually a really cool tradition it is uh, that's pagan maybe that. maybe take some of the little bad kids off with his ass uh, I, got, I got a couple I'd send them. Hey, look, you know, there's evil in the world. What can I say? I didn't put it here. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> that's so. right. Whoever said that, whoever texted that, yeah, that's right. Evil. Sometimes things are just born evil. <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. They're going to be born evil. They're going to die evil. Mm, they're well, just well. evil. That's just not nice. <laughs> and and so. by the way, you know, I was talking about Santa Claus last night in time displacement. I mean, how do you get around a planet in 24? I mean, there's 8 billion people on this planet. Okay, now only 6 billion are probably going to get presents, but still 6 billion. He must work with Doctor Who. I mean, that's the only way it can work. You know, right. he must he, he must work with the doctor, and they do time displacement, and they just... And next thing you know, he's done. He can take his day off before the next, the next year starts. There we go. Uh, <laughs> and I want to see these little elves. I think some of these elves might be on crack or cocaine or something. I mean... How many toys? It's a family show right now. Is that a family show? It, it says clearly on the network, PG seventeen or older. Yeah, heck, can, can you imagine seeing some elves? You, you fly up to the North Pole, you you land at, at Santa's place, and you go in, and elves are like warp speed around a place. I mean, something's got to be. Maybe it's it's elf dust. That's what it is. Elf dust. Oh my god. Fairy dust. Or, or gnomes. Maybe they're gnomes. Fairy dust. That's that's what Maybe it like is. Santa's a big gnome. I don't know. What was that, Zach? He disappeared before I could oh, see. Oh, they were in the back. Okay, read them off there. Go mm -hmm. ahead. Yeah, see, know. bad kids. Lots of bad kids. Send them. Take them. Yes. Take them. Let me read it for those who are listening and not watching. Zach Man says, "I don't know many bad kids, but I know a lot of bad people. Is it too late for Krampus to take them?" I was just kidding. <laughs> no, you, you you take you you put one of them stickers on their back. You get like one of them self sticky things. And you pat them, hey, hey, yeah, and they got it now. They got a tag on them. It's like laser tag them. So mm -hmm. when, when Krampus comes over, he can just. 
just like that. I like the sound effects. Yeah, it's like yeah, being sucked through a portal. That's the way it has to be. Right, right. I, personally, I wish he'd come around and thin out the religions on the planet, but I guess I'm not going to get to see that. Oh, boy. It's, I see more and more religions instead of less and less religions. Mm-hmm. A good friend of mine the other day said, let's start a church. I'm like, why? He said, mm-hmm. no, really, we could start our own church. I'm like, why? And, and what are we going to say? What, what, I mean, what kind of church are we going to do? The church of insane people? No, it's not going to work for me. Oh, boy. <laughs> Be a big it's one. just crazy. I mean, out of the, out of the blue, I mean, we're pretty good friends. So he's just like, no, man, you'd, you'd make a great pastor. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I said, I'm no, evil. I, I, I said, no, I don't think so. No speaking. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be a role model for anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just being honest about it. Uh, no, 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 no. It's just. It's you know. There's lots of better role models in the world than me. Trust me. Uh, that's lots of good people out there. I, personally, you know, people tell me all the time there's no good people. And that's not true. There's lots of good people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots and lots there of boodles and boodles of good people. Good people and some just in really bad situations. You know, we are a product of, of how we live or what's going on in well, our lives. And, you so know. On, a, on a kind of sour note for the holidays. So I live, that's I live, what we're trying to talk hey, about, no, Joe. No, I, listen, I live in Bay St. Louis. Him and hate milk people. I'm trying to stay on no, track. No, no, listen, <laughs> listen. I live in, I live in Bay. Right now, my, well, I'm actually past Christian Mississippi. I live in a really Christian town. And unless I'm in New Orleans when I'm, when I'm at home in New Orleans. But either way, so a couple of nights ago, um, a lady was at a Motel 6 with her children, you know, just doing her things. And I don't know what happened, but for some reason, they called the police and the police came out. Okay. So she's in there with her children and they're talking to her and, it's, you know, having a little conversation. And then they decided, this is a 26-year-old cop and a 35-year-old uh, sergeant, decided they were going to take their kids. And actually, what they should have done is they should have called, you know, whatever, and had them come out, whatever enforcement agent they have. Cops should never get involved in this. So the lady, now, this is a 49-year-old lady. She's a veterinarian, works in Mobile, lives in Ocean Springs. Small little girl comes out and kills both the cops. Shoots one of them in the face and kills him dead as a doornail and shoots the other one three times. And we're talking about this. Why? <laughs> because. This is a I want, spirit, sort of getting <laughs> spirit kind of show, dang it. <laughs> because you, you, it's one of these lessons people need to learn. Even during the holidays, people should keep their space, their distance. You shouldn't crowd people in like that. You know, you should give people room to breathe. You should give them choices. And in today's world, it seems like there's less and less choices and more and more, I demand you to do this. So I'm just telling everybody, the reason I brought this up and I, I said all this is because I will so cramp us to your damn house if you become one of these people like oh this. Oh my God, yeah. Okay. Just, just see I've the got banner. a big, oh, big, naughty list. big, <laughs> naughty list. Big, naughty list. I'm just telling y'all. Okay. Uh, and on that note, Tamara says oh, they used to dance. They used to have a dance with swords to represent the sun. Ended the dance by crossing the swords to represent the six-sided star, the earthly representation of the symbol of the longed for sun. Mm. It doesn't, this, gonna... this, this, so, you know, when I, when I was younger, not now, but when I was younger, there's a lot of these Yule festivals I used to attend. A lot of them were great. There was a lot of dance and a lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. And, and since it's PG-17, we can't go any further than that. But uh, there was lots of good stuff that went on and people were happy and had a good time and, you know, it was a festive thing. Christmas is fun, but Christmas is fun in a different way. It's fun because you're giving to someone or you're, you know, people know you shouldn't be drinking during Christmas. I'm just being honest about it. You know, and now if you're practicing Yule, yeah, you should, you should drink a lot, but Christmas, not so much. 
Christmas is a fun holiday because you're just giving to your loved ones and your friends and you're helping out people. This is the time of year that my average tip to someone is going to be between 20 and $50, regardless who they are, including the pizza driver, uh, because I want people to be happy. I go out of my way a lot this time of year to make sure even people around me, even people I work with, companies I work with, employees of those companies I work with, I try to keep them happy and make them happy in any way I can. Mm-hmm. And it's just a good thing. It's Yeah, it'll be good karma, but that's not really what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it because they need it. You can see it in her face. It's just like the little girl at the grocery store today when I asked her, have you had a break today? And she's like exhausted. You can see it in her face. And I handed that $20 bill over the counter and she did brought a smile to her face. You know, it's a but shame you, you have to do it. Feel free to send me a dang Christmas bonus for all my hard ass work. I'm going to send you a Christmas bonus. I'm going to, I'm going to send you this new show I'm getting ready to put on a network. Right. <laughs> that's that going right? to be your you Christmas think? bonus. Oh, sure. We'll see um, what show that's going to be. That's going to be your Christmas bonus. You got to sure. keep her busy. If you don't keep her busy, she gets in trouble. Oh, oh yeah, she gets in trouble, man. You got to keep her busy. <laughs> she will tear your ass up in a heartbeat. That only uh, happens when somebody does something they'll talk to me about first. That's true, too. They'll run it's their a, business like a well-oiled machine. Well, and right yeah. now, dang it, I'm feeling festive, and I want to talk about Victorians and uh, ghost stories and Christmas. You know what? Now, that, that's that's that, that's fun. Now, I would I would really – one of the things we I think we're going to do – soon is do there's a couple places in the united states you can go experience a victorian christmas i'd really rather go to europe and do it but going to europe especially right now it cost me a small fortune to do I what i want to do I, it would cost me 20 to 20 to 50 yeah. no 20 to 50 grand and i, I just don't want to spend that on that because no, i'll have a heart attack i've been oh, here many times <laughs> no no that's not to go to europe the the so one of the places we looked at in Europe, they, they set up the castle, they set up all the clothes. Everything's Victorian. You're, you're Victorian. Mm-hmm. The castle's Victorian. All the clothes. Everything is period. No yeah. cell phones allowed, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Just, yes, no cell That's phones okay. allowed. I think parts of Europe where you can't get reception. Yeah. I learned so, really quick. <laughs> well, no, they, they want you to experience There's no television or anything like that. Yes. They want you to really experience it. The holidays, lots of books to read, things right. like that, and big roaring fireplaces and big mm-hmm. dance and. Yeah, no, it's great. And, and in the United States, you can you can you can go to a place for the week, if, well, like Christmas. If you want to go, like you know, the day before Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, the day after Christmas, and day after, you're looking at about five to five to seven thousand, depending on where you're flying from. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I can actually drive there, so it would probably only cost me four or five thousand dollars. But mm-hmm. it's um, it's it's something everyone should experience. It's I've done a couple of things like that and other things, and it's just. It's just, it's you know, watching and and really experiencing how our ancestors lived. One is absolutely a ball and a lot of fun, especially the way they do the Christmas holiday. They do it in a much bigger fashion. It's more like a village thing than it is a family thing. Mm-hmm. It's the whole village. All the families get involved. It's it's just, it's a great thing to be a part of. And and you're a part of it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lot of fun. You can enjoy it. Well, we did uh, we did a Bavarian Christmas in the uh, in the it's in in um, Georgia. It's up in the real tall mountains in Georgia, and it's a whole town. It's a whole Christmas town. The whole town is Christmas. Oh yeah, the whole thing is. And uh, these are things you can go enjoy. It's a lot of fun, and it really it really makes you think because you know watching some of the things the way some of the way they cook, the way they clean, you're thinking, wow. I'm glad I live now. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's no, it's a lot of fun. Don't take it the wrong way. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's just, 
because you after about a day or two you find yourself immersed in it you just become part of it and and you're out there helping doing things churning butter doing all kind of wonderful stuff but um still it makes me really happy that i was born in the year i was born in, <laughs> i'm just gonna be honest yes. about it and speaking of born back in the day i'm gonna get us on track for a few minutes that, that was on track again. what are you talking about that, that. go again for a little bit so okay <sighs> we're going to talk about the dark tradition of ghostly storytelling Ooh. at christmas so you know our fascination with ghostly tales around christmas goes back thousands of years apparently just so y'all know it is rooted in the ancient celebration of the winter solstice now, in the depths of winter, pagan traditions included a belief of a ghostly procession across the sky, as we also mentioned, called the Wild Hunt. Yuletide was considered to be a very haunted time of the year. In fact, it's believed that this time of the year is more haunted and the veil is thinnest, even more so than at Halloween. They believe, the pagans believe that the veil between the realms of the living and the dead was at the thinnest point this time of the year. So telling ghost stories... There we go. <laughs> Telling ghost stories during the winter was definitely a hollow tradition that went back centuries with families would spend long winter nights in tales of spooks and monsters. And ghosts have been associated with winter and the cold since ancient times. And dark tales were meant to entertain on dark nights. Many cultures believe that their dead ancestors would stop by for a visit during the Yuletide season, showing that they were never really that far away. So now we enter the Victorian era um, because this, you know, this still takes place in different parts of the world. But on this side of the world, it wasn't something that really took hold until the Victorians. And they were widely known for having huge interest in the macabre. They were known for holding and attending seances, picnicking in cemeteries, forming spiritualists and occult societies. They believe that the Christmas Day, December 25th, was linked to pre-Christian Solstice Festival. They, they really got into that. And they viewed this as a time also when the veil between the living and the dead was at its thinnest. So the resurrection of the dead tradition of telling ghost stories was a way of celebrating Christmas in the Victorian era, and many families would exchange ghost stories as opposed to gifts. I love that. This was a popular into the 1800s all the way into, well, the late 1800s to the early 1900s. Victorians would even send out bizarre Christmas cards with morbidly humorous designs, such as murdered frogs or insects. They wanted their cards to serve as something very shocking. So it would be like a shocking conversation starter. That would probably do it. But many of the outlandish designs were influenced by folklore. So example, English myth. Well, we had robins and wrens. They were considered sacred species. Therefore, images of dead birds might have been a way to elicit Victorian sympathy and reference, that sort of thing. But Again, you know, as late as 1915, Christmas annuals of magazines was still in demand for ghost stories. But today, the ghost story tradition has been preserved in places such as lyrics to Christmas classics, like It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, which talks about scary ghost stories. Let's talk about the Christmas story, even the movie. You know, I think that there's a lot of different um, things that I would love. I'd love to see that sort of thing resurrected. So do you want to comment on that before I talk about tulpas? I was thinking I got something from Grumpus right here. <laughs> I got something for him right. Oh, by the way, people, we're going to give away two lightsabers tonight on Michelle's show. 
Dun, dun, dun. Yes, but not right so he's now. waving it around. He doesn't really want to give it up, though. I can tell. This one, no, this this one I've gotten used to. I was going to give it away last night, but I kind of got to liking it. See, I like uh, the hill tone. It's got a nice hill tone. Anyway, we're not talking about that right now. It's uh, it's it's just so I can it's I torture my dogs with it. Uh, and actually, Lola ain't scared of it. Lola's like, what, whatever. I will bite that thing and drag it down. Well, Lola's like what four pounds of sheer yeah, terror. Yeah, she's, 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 <laughs> I know. She, she's a horror. Like, I know. I know. But I tell you what, she's the first dog of any kind I've ever had that likes to sleep late in the morning and won't eat her food until she's ready. She gets That's up in the morning. She's like, "I want that food. I'm going back to bed. Y'all go and do whatever oh she does." <laughs> she goes in between, gets in between the pillows, and goes back to bed. She's like, "Screw y'all. Go do whatever y'all want." <laughs> now, now Fiona on the other hand is up and ready. She eats. She's walking around. Daddy, mom, what y'all doing? What's going on in the house? You know, doing her mm-hmm. business. Not Lola. Lola's like a noon dog. She's like one of them. You know, she's like a Hollywood star. I guess too many times on TikTok now, she thinks she's Hollywood. And, she likes to sleep to noon, stay up to one, two in the morning. She's insane She's a dog. Diva. She is a diva. She's a, a diva. A dog's a diva. What can I say, people? It's okay. uh but she likes the holidays too, you know. She likes her little holidays. She barks the hell out of Santa Claus, but you know. Oh, well, speaking of that, somewhere in the house I've got a mini statue of Grumpus. And the other day I had it sitting in the hallway, just sitting in the middle of the hallway. She comes flying over and there it is. She's like, uh uh-uh. uh, she went ape on this poor thing. She, she got it, drug it down the hallway, and threw it <laughs> out the door. You take that stuff and put it on. Poor Grumpus, I feel sorry. to get a kick out of it. Just saying. So, okay, we're going to talk about Tulpas and Santa, and then I want your opinion on what you think. Okay, I'm listening. Okay. So, Happy holidays, Lisa. Hello, hey, Sam. Lisa. See you up there. Okay, so here's a, here's a theory, okay? Santa ghostly sightings. So there have been ghost stories of Santa himself going back as early as the 1950s. Uh, could he be a topa as billions? Wait, wait, what the hell is a topa? A topa. Well, let's look at a topa. Slenderman is a topa. Slenderman was created basically on a website and people started giving input as to what this character Slenderman should be. In fact, it was almost like an experiment. It went crazy because he was he was almost brought to life. Well, he, some people believe he was brought to life by the characteristics that were given to him. I guess it's like the mindset and the power put into something. Over time, there were Slenderman sightings all over the world. Yet this was a being that was created literally on a website, like a gaming site. It was created. So now people are thinking maybe Santa's a tulpa because billions of people around the world believe that he is indeed real. So could these people have created him as a thought form, given him a personality, traits, that sort of thing? Could people actually be seeing the ghost of St. Nicholas or perhaps witnessing a, a mimic of some sort? One story was told by a young boy who saw Santa carrying a big brown bag while he was walking down the street and then disappeared into thin air. There's been many tales of Santa being seen in people's homes on Christmas Eve. And when he's noticed them, he simply disappears. One woman said that as a child, she did not have a very pleasant experience with Santa. She saw him on Christmas Eve and said she felt a sense of creeping dread, that he was not at all jovial or jolly. She said that she felt as though he must have known she was there and turned around and looked at her without smiling and she felt as though he was eerily looking right into her soul. 
Um, I've seen a lot of other reports about this sort of thing. And Santa apparently does not like children being up when he visits. But the tales continue to the point that paranormal researchers have now started to document the stories and accounts of Santa. But what the heck do you make out of that? That's weird. I mean, but I've heard weird stuff about, you know, different things about Santa over the years. Uh, hey, and people, at least y'all got off of sticking hay in the, the boots and giving Santa some chocolate cookies. I'll tell you what I leave for Santa. I'll show you right here. Uh-oh. Oh, don't be showing that. Honestly. I leave that for Santa. That's what I leave. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I leave I leave two shots for him on the side of the thing. Well, and, can tell and, us and the story. The Santa, as people know, and no one loved today with the red suit and everything else. You actually said a story on the gray zone that he was developed by, was it Coca-Cola? Yeah. Well, Coca-Cola took him a long way. Let's put it like that. I mean, look, Coke is used. Even today, Coke uses Santa to make millions and millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> they have, you know, like if you go to the Beau Rivage Casino and you walk in, there's a beautiful scenery of the white bears and the white wolves and the right. forest. And this is all, this is this is actually a Coca-Cola commercial brought to life. You know, it's all animatronic and everything. It's really nice. It's really cool, actually. Uh, but right. it's supposed to be Santa's forest. Mm. But really and truly, it looks more like the Coca-Cola commercial. If, if you go in and see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But And I've, I've put it – it's on my Facebook page. They do it every year. Right. And a, a couple of casinos have now started doing – they really didn't get into it before. But now they're starting to do like Winter Wonderlands and they're really buffing it up because, you know, it's hard to make people understand. But coming out of COVID, people want to be happy. Whatever it takes. They, they just they just want to be happy. I mean, that's why this, this year is going to be the third largest fly-in year of any time. Um, I mean, people want it. They want to feel, you know what it is? They want to feel alive. They've been cooped up for two years and they, they just want to feel again. You know, you become numb after a while when you're just sitting around and stuff. And even Christmas is not the same, but now people get out, they can go riding their sleighs. They can go having festivals. They can go like down here, you can go ride through city park and go get beignets and coffee and just really, especially now that it's cold, to really enjoy and have the really the Christmas feeling. The mm-hmm. Christmas season. That's why we call it that the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And we all want to feel it. I mean, I, I've actually been happy. I've actually been in a good mood. I've been, I've been, you know, for the most part, even though I've been some crazy people like coming home tonight. So, <laughs> Men meeting crazy people. So, like so, some one. some idiot, okay. some idiots out there with his with his super fast car trying to get himself killed on, on the interstate coming home tonight. And me and my son are both going, hmm. Hopefully he makes it and doesn't kill nobody along the way. But I mean, for the most part, really people, and that's the best way I can describe it. They just, they want to feel happiness again. They don't want to feel dread again. They want to feel happiness again. They just, and Christmas is the easiest time of the year to feel that. It's a rough time of year. I'm not going to lie. For a lot of people, Christmas is, is a rough time of year, but it's, for everybody else, it's a great time of year. And, and remember your friends and family who may not be in, in the best of sorts and, and, and mm. you know, send them some love. Mm-hmm. You don't have to send them money. You don't have to send them food. Send them some love. That's all. It's it's easy. And now it's starting to sound like Sean. Damn it. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I think I want to go back to origins. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like to talk about Christmas trees. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the history of the Christmas tree. Okay. Here's a little tidbit for you guys. What the hell's a Christmas tree? <laughs> it goes back to the symbolic use of evergreens all the way back to Greece and Egypt. <laughs> 
continues with the German tradition of candlelit trees. The traditions were brought to America in the 1800s by German settlers. In ancient times, long before Christianity, people hung evergreen bows over their doors and windows, which was said to, again, note, keep witches, evil spirits, ghosts, and illness away. The Egyptians believed that when the god Ra was recovering from illness, which was the time of the solstice, they would fill their homes and temples with evergreen bows. It was a cause for celebration, and this meant that they would have fruitful farm, uh, farms, and, farms and orchards. The Druids decorated their temples with evergreen bows as a symbol of everlasting life, and the Vikings thought that their evergreens were special plant from the god Baldur. Yep, you heard it right there so, i know but it's very it's actually like really really cool um when you get into different different things like that it's just it's fascinating i mean for the longest time russia would not even like christmas trees no way christmas trees were banned in russia in the days of the soviet union it was not Christmas was not even celebrated. In fact, it was banned as a religious holiday in 1929. Christmas trees were banned until 1935. If people want to celebrate Christmas, they had to do so in secret. And after the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1991, people were free to celebrate again. So it goes to show you, like, you know, Christmas tree. I mean, Christmas trees, it's, it's an ancient thing. It wasn't even like a a modern Christian thing. You know, oh, no, I mean, the, it goes way back. And so yeah. many different groups used it for different things. Mm -hmm. uh, well, no, people didn't matter what, what religion or what spirit or what God you believed in back mm -hmm. in the day. The tree came into play somewhere along the line. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's interesting because there's a lot of what got me is when they decided to light the tree. So I'm thinking from about 2000 BC all the way up until about. Well, let's see, about 1950 or 60, they used to put candles on their trees, people. Have y'all ever seen a Christmas tree go up in flames? I, I just, I don't know how they did it and, and not burn down whole cities. Uh, see, I'd like to go back and just see that because I, I've seen renditions of trees with these little candle holders that are clipped to the tree and the little candles burning and, and it's not burning the house down because it's far enough away from the limbs. Mm-hmm. But it's spooky stuff because I mean I, I've seen a Christmas tree go up in flames. It goes whew. right. No, it's, <laughs> it's true. It's it, true. It it really it goes quick when it goes. Let me tell you. There must and, have been an art to it or something. They must maybe they misted the trees or something. I don't know. There must have been some kind of thing we didn't know about. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. It, it, you have to be careful around things like that. And I, I'll bring up something just off topic for one quick moment because a friend of mine um, and many people who know me will probably know a lot of other people in the field. So a, a person I call a friend, uh, Christopher Moon, um, basically this past Monday at 3 a.m., the whole house went up in flames. They lost three of their pet cats. Yeah. They lost everything. So I think it's still determined Like they rented this house and they basically are, I think still, you know, trying to regroup, but there, for those who are interested and you want to do something really nice to help somebody else, if you're able, there is a GoFundMe page that was set up by Daniel Class for who's got the Hinsdale house. Um, so there is a GoFundMe because they're waiting for, it's, it's that awkward time where you're waiting for insurance and, mm -hmm. and there's just, it's, it's a really, in the time of year, like they're devastated over the loss of their fur babies. The whole family did get out, but really everything is just gone. So that's really 
you know, cruddy. So while we're thinking, you know, we're having things are pretty rough, just think there's somebody out there that's got it a little bit rougher. So mm -hmm. just something a little bit of a of a consideration. Um, so getting back a little bit, let's talk about some of the folklore and traditions. Here in Canada, our tradition came in the form of ice fishing, ice skating with friends and family while watching maybe a firework display. Of course, the polar bear swim. Yep, we don't have a party on the polar bear swim. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, back in ancient times, you know, we've got, because Canada's relatively new, you know, to, to many of the European countries. For example, Poland states that if you wake up, well, you know, get through the holidays, but if you wake up in New Year's, you will basically wake up the rest of the year with, um, you know, let's just say if you touch, if you're, if you touch the floor with the right foot when getting out of bed, you expected, you can expect a lot of luck for a whole year. How's that? <laughs> that, well, that, that works for me. I get out of bed every day oh, with the right, right foot. So that works I for know. me. I was like, what? <laughs> no. But um, in, in, Scandinavia, like I say, you know, these, these guys, I think they still, they still have, have it together. Um, I think a lot of the traditions came out of all of this way back in the day. And a lot of it were the Norse traditions. Um, in Eastern Europe, it's called Koleda. K-O-L-E-D-A. Okay, that's, that's kind of cool. Um, but a lot of this, again, you go, you're going back into ancient Egypt, for example, origins of Yule goes back 4,000 years ago to ancient Egypt. And they celebrated to them because, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ, we know a couple thousand years ago, but they celebrated back to the rebirth of the God Horus, the deity of the sky, the sun and the moon. Again, the festivities lasted 12 days. Everything seems to come back and all be around the same sort of um everything 12 days of christmas 12 days of yule a lot yeah, because of the damn, just the, the damn christians just overlaid their holidays right on top of everybody else's they took a lot of the ideas well it's like now this isn't christmas but it's a little off track but like noah the story of the flood so if you if you went to a christian school you learned about the flood and, and all about noah and the flood the mm -hmm. problem is, is the Sumerians talked about the flood. The Egyptians talked about the flood. The Mesoamericans talked about the flood long before mm -hmm. the Christians even knew what it was. Right. And it's the same thing with a lot of the holidays that Christmas is overlaid on top of or any of the holidays. It's, um, they, they just, there was, they, they were smart in the fact that they learned how to capture the world without fighting, mm -hmm. uh, simply, yeah, simply by taking over the holidays. They, they were smart in the fact that, ouch. It's uh, but I mean, holidays, the holidays seem to work. I mean, today, you know, 200 years ago, this would have been a different holiday. 400 years ago, it would have been a much different holiday. 900 years ago, even a much more different holiday than that one. 2,000 years, an entirely different holiday than what's practiced today. Um, but it still would have been the 12 days or whatever it was. Well, 12 days of Hanukkah. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, it just, for some reason, the 12-day thing is important. For whatever the original story was, we'd have to go back and look because it may go way back. Well, Michelle was just talking about four thousand years; it may go back even further than that. Uh, but the problem is, well, is where each each culture seemed to usurp the holiday, and it kept going and kept going until now it's a worldwide holiday, and mm -hmm. it's called Christmas. Uh, and still, there are some countries like, of course, I don't think they're celebrating Christmas in North Korea, probably not in Venezuela, 
Cuba they probably are. And the rest of the world is, except for a few countries in Africa, the rest of the world celebrating Christmas. It's true. Yeah. No, well, no, even, even some of the even some of the, the countries in the Middle East are celebrating Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, no, the Jews are celebrating Hanukkah, but still, they're all celebrating something. Kwanzaa. There's, there's a lot of holidays that converge right here. So instead of trying to think, oh, you know, it's a it's a coincidence. It's not. Mm-hmm. The original holiday, whatever it was, how many ever thousands of years ago it was, and then ever since there, each culture's laid on top of it until. Finally, not a culture laid on top of a religion did, and right. the religion manages to infest all over. Well, the Muslims do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, everybody's you know everybody celebrates in their own way. There are some of this that goes back. I mean, okay, let's go back to Rome, the festival of Saturnalia. You know, all of these ancient celebrations, all of these ancient cultures and folklore, all take place at this time of the year and there's so many similarities it's unbelievable but oh, what happened there that's weird can you hear me i can hear you okay that was weird uh, sorry guys my whole screen flickered and then it just paused <laughs> I was like, yes <laughs> it, 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 everything just like paused I, I don't know sorry about that guys but i mean all these holidays it's just well, no, the Druids practice the same thing. I mean, you can just find this, this 12 all over the place. There's certain parts of these holidays you can just find, like the tree, the Yule log, the, the evergreen. It's it's just it's steeped in all of these cultures. Right. And we don't know who exactly started it. We, we can Right now it would be the Egyptians, but we don't know if the Sumerians did or not. It's just it, – but so 6,000 years ago or 4,000 years ago, a holiday started, and ever since then – it's been, and mm. it's because it's, you know what it is, people? It's because the winter solstice is important to people. Mm-hmm. It's the shortest day of the year. And for some reason, we all want to kind of like herd around it for whatever reason. Now, mm. for modern day people, it's not as important because we have calendars and we have clocks and, and we know when, when everything's going to happen. But for them, it was different. They waited for that day because that did X amount of days to spring to, to, the, to the Vernox. So, you know, mm. it's, these things were useful, and that's why you have these four big parts of the year where there's big party and big stuff. But the problem is, is it, they were really designed so that you would know what time it was to plant, what time it was to harvest, what you know when the, the shortest day was. Because you know it was scary for a lot of people when we were on the longest day of the year, mm-hmm. which was yesterday. Was the longest day of the year. It now was, but if they're affiliating it all with ghosts and tales of the dead and things like that, you know, they believe that the veil was the thinnest. It was a scary time of year for some so, people. But, they, so, but is it the thin? Is it the thinnest at the summer, or is it, mm. is it at the winter? Because one of them has to be thicker, one has to be thinner. Mm-hmm. Or is it one of the, the equinox? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Or just say, or is it all four of them? That's when there's a little thinness to the veil. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot, sure. of, a lot of ways to describe the veil. Mm-hmm. We can sit here all night and talk about the ways. Well, I, mean, <clears throat> I mean, and we have to look at it this way too. You know, here in, in many parts of the world, for us, we celebrate it's one day. Okay. For example, a lot of cultures such as I'll, I'll go with Australia, for example, because I have it up. Winter in Australia starts anywhere from mid-December to early February. They start hanging wreaths on the front doors. Sometimes they'll go Christmas, you know, Christmas caroling, Christmas Eve. Um, they 
much like what we do here. They decorate their houses and gardens and things like that. But they are like they go. A lot of these cultures or these countries will go. It's not just one day. Like it's like they really celebrate the full 12 days. It's not just so much the one. Because I mean, some people, the you know, there was a lot of controversy. Nobody, the, even the Bible doesn't really speak about a specific day. According to research, people, I'm not just because I'm not like, you know, this is just research that I found. There's not exactly the day um, of when Christ was born. So there's a lot of speculation. So some people just were like, no, it's not on this. Some people believe it was back in September. Some people believe it you know, was even before that. Like, it's, it's just really hard. You know, here, I think in the West, we tend to be more traditional that way. But there are a lot of older cultures that just don't follow it for that reason alone. Uh, Tamara says the Julesen, this Christmas gift bringers of Norway and Denmark were household elves that lived during the year in attics. That's right. In stables on Christmas Eve, they emerged a high presence all around the house. That's right. Yep. That's right. And she also mentioned, um, I love this one. We've talked about this one. The Iceland destructive winter spirits where the Christmas lads, the 13 trolls who invaded farms, took food and stole the children. Again, just getting into some like really old, um, you know, getting into some really old stuff. I love it. I love the old traditions. Well, it is. And it, it also shows where all that has came from. It's hard, right. you know, it's when you, you know, when I talk to a lot of the millennials and a lot of Z Jenners about these holidays, it's kind of in, embedded in their head that this is Christmas and this is what it's about. And mm -hmm. Well, and, and you know, I brought this up last night because people give me trouble when I say Xmas or something like that. It says you're taking Christ out of Christmas, but guys and girls, Christ wasn't born on December 25th. That's not his birthday. Sorry, I don't want to break your heart, but that's the truth. You don't have to ask me. Ask the Catholic Church; they'll tell you the truth. They don't have any choice because he wasn't. So when mm. we say we're celebrating the birth of Christ, it's not really true. We're really not. Y'all are because you don't know any better. The rest of us who know better are celebrating the holiday for what the holiday is. Um, well, the so information is out there to to be found. Absolutely, it is. I mean, it's just it's just Christians sometimes don't want to know the truth, and it's not. You know, look, let me like look, people. Respectfully, just because, guest host. Remember that, people. Guest host. Just, <laughs> just remember that. Just because it's not his real birthday does not mean he didn't exist or he didn't do what he did. He said he did. That's not the point. That's not what we're trying to say. What we're trying to say is it's not his actual birthday. Sorry. Don't look it up for yourself. You, you don't have to believe me. You don't even, it's not even something you have to believe. There's something. It's actually a fact. You can go find out for yourself. And the way you know Jesus existed is just, it's easy. The Muslims talked about him. The Jews talked about him. And the Romans talked about him. He's in their history. Okay, now in, in their history, he's not the son of Christ and he's, he's not the savior. But still, he's in their history. For the Jews and the Muslims, he's a minor prophet. For the Romans, he was just a man. And that's how they see him. So only only the Christians believe that and no one else really has to because it's but the point is he existed. There's evidence that he did exist because of the writings of other religions that spoke about him. So and he had to be at least something if the other religions spoke about him. If the Romans spoke about him, the Jews and the, and the Muslims spoke about him, then he had to at least stand out amongst the crowd. So therefore you know he lived. It's all I'm trying to say. It's just not his birthday, that's all. Uh, I like Christmas for Christmas. I like it for the pagan holiday it was. 
Uh, I like it for the, the Christian holiday as well. I enjoy both ways. I still actually celebrate both ways. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, ce- I celebrate the witch's holiday and I celebrate the Christian's holiday. And I have respect for both. And I'm neither, actually, but I still have respect for both. Mm-hmm. Except when they try to push something on me. There you go. Uh, Tamara says, Bafana, an old woman who rode a broomstick through the air, gave children or Italian children presents at Christmas if they were good, coal if they were not. And uh, Bafana was her name. She journeyed on Epiphany Eve. Yes, exactly, 100%. I love, I love it. I do. I love it. This is all stuff that, again, we, you guys will have to, when it becomes available, check out the old Grey Zone Uncensored episodes. We're only touching on on some of it. I yeah. think we, we went through two or three segments throughout December. So there were like six hours of the show um, that included all of this that we're trying to just cram in little bits and pieces um, right now. Um, so let's talk about wait, wait. where, and by the of- way, my name is Amelia Pisano. So just write to me if you have any complaints. About there we go. Matters. Sure. Let's we'll go with that. Let's that's talk that's about, <laughs> she is so mean to me. I swear. So France nativity figures are the way to go in France. They are sold out everywhere. And most homes will often have one as decoration during the season. You logs made out of cherry were often burned in French homes it is a tradition that a log was carried into the home on Christmas Eve and sprinkled with red wine. See, they know how to do it right to make the log smell nice when burning. It is customary that the log and candles be left burning all night with food and drinks left out in case baby Jesus and Mother Mary come past during the night. I think that is a really nice tradition as well. And Joe can't speak. No, I was thinking. No, I was thinking. <laughs> like, what? No, I, I was thinking. I the red wine. So. I, I'm the red wine. No, I was thinking it just nice and, and you know, especially cherry. What is that? Cherry flavored for cherry smelling. Yeah, cherry trees. That would be nice. I mean, it'd be, it'd be nice yeah. in your house. Well, yes. you know, people. We when we do fires down here, we actually sometimes soak the logs in different flavors, different smells, I should say. And we have these little packets we use that actually make the flames. Blue, green, gold, purple, orange, yellow. It's, it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's very, very, very nice. I, I like these kind of holidays. It's, it's relaxing for me. I have a lot of fun. Uh, I have a lot of fun torturing the kids or the grandkids or whoever, you know, whatever we happen to be torturing them with that day. It's, it's 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 just a good holiday. And I, I enjoy going back. And I like I said, you know, that would be interesting to go back. I wonder if somebody could set up a, like a Christmas in Egypt. 4,000 year old Christmas in Egypt, the holiday that they celebrated this time of the year. I would like, actually, like, I wonder if anybody even knows how that holiday even works anymore. Because I would like to see it. It would be interesting to see. Well, the Egyptians are fascinating people, not so much today, but their past is, is I mean, think about it. They were, they were the most powerful nation in the world for a long time. Mm-hmm. But just like every powerful nation, eventually they collapse. They become too big and they collapse on their own weight. Same thing that happened to the Romans. Mm-hmm. It's the it's, it's same thing that happened to the Greeks. And one day will happen to other people. It's, uh, but their holidays and their traditions still live on. Mm-hmm. Lots of, you know, Roman holidays, you know, progressed into Greek holidays. Into, well, I should say Greek holidays progressed into Roman holidays and progressed into Italian holidays, which progressed into other holidays around the world. And, they're just being overlaid. And then, like I said earlier, eventually the Christians overlaid their holidays over everybody else's. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Not not somebody texted me earlier about no Fourth of July is an American holiday. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, that's not no, that's not like a holiday of any any pagans or Christians or no, anything. It's just an American it's just holiday. An American holiday. Yes, that's it's when right. we declared independence. It has nothing to do with anything else. It was just that date. Mm-hmm. They decided to go ape. There we go. In free Canada for some reasons. We should have just made y'all states. So Tamara says, Chris, King, Chris Kindle, riding a tiny deer laden with sweets and toys, an angel visited German families every Christmas Eve. The pretty creature was an emissary from heaven, and so was the called, oh, and was so also called the Christ child. Did I say that properly? Because it's sort of, and so was called. Okay, yeah, the Christ child. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Don't Keep forget my religious friends, Colin, here, man. <laughs> I can't give away the whole gray zone. Um, they, no. uh, well, you know, it's funny because I've been, you know, you know, worked with a lot of Christians. Mm-hmm. And uh, and a lot, I actually worked with a lot of, I should say, multi-religions. But right mm-hmm. now, everybody's kind of just celebrating. Even my Jewish friends, they celebrate what I call the hidden Christmas. Because mm-hmm. their kids are all like, you know, they love their religion and all, but the kids are like, it's Christmas Day, my friends. It's Christmas Day, and I got a couple of my Jewish friends. I call it the Hidden Christmas. They do like a little side Christmas along with Hanukkah. Uh, it's interesting, but they do celebrate it, and it's celebrated by a lot of people. And really, mm-hmm. people don't don't stress yourself out about Christmas. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. Drink all the funny coffees they got around right now. Eat all the weird cookies. You can go and diet in the summertime. Um, there's mm-hmm. lots of foods, you know, just rolled cakes. And you know what it is? A lot of this candy and this this food comes from way back in the past. A lot of the stuff we eat today is not modern invented. It was invented back in the past, unless you're talking about like certain types of candies. Oh man, I got a friend that makes these chocolate truffles. Oh my god, that's probably why I gained twenty pounds. Wait till y'all see the white fudge I make. Oh, oh. y'all gonna be calling me on the phone trying to send me some of that fudge. Uh, hey, I, look, I hooked Chris Kringle up. Like I was saying earlier, I, I make sure there's two shots of, of expensive whiskey or a good Canadian whiskey and a, a nice big fat rolled cigar That's, and, and two cookies and not like regular cookies. Two cookies with the cigars hardcore. No, no, it's not, it's not. It's not like a sweet cookie. It's not like that. It's more like a British. It's more like a British biscuit, really, but still. It's, so it's uh, just it's, funny because y'all hardcore with the, the booze and the cigars. Well, you gotta have a little snack. Cookies. You gotta have a snack. You, I used to leave him. I used to leave him uh, those little uh, the crackers oh, with the ham and the Swiss God. and the cracker, uh, along with it. You gotta leave him some booze. I mean, come on, man, been flying around the world. People been aggravating. He was traffic jam, star jam. I mean, come on, man, a good cigar. He can relax. You go home and see Miss Claus. He'll have a nice little cookie. Miss <laughs> Claus will be going, Oh, hey, baby, how you doing? We're going to have some more L's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me the cookies. Okay, Where do you think Tam- the L's come from, people? Come on now. Tamara says, Koyata on Christmas Eve in Russia, a white robed elf maiden traveled by sleigh from house to house. The children of the villages sang carols to honor her. I like that a whole lot. You know, there's there's a lot of there seems to be a lot of elves around. Uh, I know, yes, but hey, a lot that again we're getting back into, um, you know, pagan and druidism when they believe that you know the elven people 
which a lot of people believe are extraterrestrials, by the way. Probably Very elevated were. extraterrestrials. Um, if, if you start listening to their talents, they sound like they're extraterrestrials. Down here messing around with these goofy humans. Going, these, <laughs> these guys are just doofuses. They believe anything, man. Tamara <laughs> uh, says, I do believe in Nova Scotia, Canada. They used to dress up in scary costumes and go door to door, and they would drink alcohol on Christmas Eve. They were called mumblers. <laughs> Yeah, because all that alcohol they were drinking. Yeah, I, I could go for that. Though. Give me some alcohol. I, I know. Uh, it's cool. I can't drink no <laughs> so alcohol until April. Funny. I know. That's actually pretty funny. I, I only drink alcohol, alcohol in April, so I can't drink none until then. I know. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. That, That's pretty cool. But let, we'll go back on to let's talk about Greece on Christmas Eve. Children, especially the boys, will go out singing carols in the streets. They would play drums and triangles as they sang. Sometimes they would carry model boats they created with nuts and painted gold. Uh, this is very. This is a very old custom in the Greek islands, especially. If the children sing well, they might even be given things to eat, like nuts and sweets, dried figs. They might even be given money. Yeah. Yeah, it's I want the money. Keep damn food. <laughs> it's very old tradition custom to keep a shallow wooden bowl with a piece of wire suspended across it with a springer basil wrapped around a wooden cross that hangs from the wire. The water is kept in the pool to keep okay that's interesting the water is kept in the pool to keep the basil alive and fresh once a day someone in the family usually the mother dips across the basil in some of the holy water and uses it to sprinkle water in each room of the house this is believed again to keep away the bad spirits um if spirits are only meant to tear during okay they're only meant to come up during the 12-day period from christmas to january the sixth, which is the epiphany. These menacing spirits do things like putting out fires and making you know, milk go bad. Okay, so they put the fire in the hearth, I have to assume, and make milk go bad. Therefore, having a fire burning through the 12 days of Christmas is also meant to keep them away. In fact, burning all the shoes is meant to be a very good way of scaring them off. my damn shoes. I things expensive. No it, man. It's like, what? I'll be smacking somebody upside their head. Well, like, what uh, the heck is that all about? I know. So what I'm going to do right now before we continue on is I'm going to do our um, station and sponsor ID. So you guys are listening to our basically just open talk outer realm, uh, talking about ancient folklore and traditions and so on, uh, for Christmas. So it's kind of nice. Tamara's right into it, man. She's just like popping things up like crazy. So everybody feel free to just chime in. Um, but again, you know, we, we will, I guess there's not a whole lot of questions to answer. It's just more informative, but we will answer questions if you put them out there. Uh, we are also fully sponsored, guys, by the amazing people over at Folgers Coffee who are instrumental in keeping us here two nights a week uh, for your listening pleasure. So big thank you to Folgers. We appreciate you so much. And somebody's talking while I'm doing this. Station ID, and you I, know what? I need some damn Folgers coffee. He's <laughs> a hard taskmaster too, because if I don't do this station ID, I need, I need some damn Folgers. You okay, shouldn't. You see, you went now with I damn want some coffee. too. I want. You see what you did? You see what you did? You said that now. I want damn coffee. Uh, I love see, look, people. See, Folgers this black is what silk. I get. Is black, I don't look, need a station Folgers ID. Folgers black silk. 
It's almost, it's just good. It's just good coffee. Okay. Especially if you use some of that ice cream, that ice cream, ice cream creamer. Oh my God. So I'm just going to not do half a pound of sugar. ID. I just did a station ID for you. Don't worry about it. Well, it's, we uh, have the sponsor ID. <laughs> well, look, people, we're, we're fixing to change all kinds of numbers on the station. We're probably going back to 177. Do, we're going to Roku. It's going to get real confusing. Doing that station ID. <laughs> it's going to get real confusing for the next couple of weeks. So y'all just hang on. Poor Michelle's gonna probably go be yeah, uh, green headed before it's all over and done with. Now. It's um, you see, she's gonna put up with me. You see how it is? How that works? You gotta know how to torture her. Wait, I'm gonna torture. Bubbles is way bigger torture than I am. What can I tell you? I love Bubbles. Oh, Lord, no, I'm just teasing. Wow, kick Bubbles when she's down. Kick her in a butt. Kick her in a bubble. That's right. Oh, kicking yeah. a oh, kicking a bubble butt. Okay, we'll go with that. You be freaking sitting. No, there I, I actually, you know, I, I, I consider, there. I consider uh, Amelia a friend. I like to pick on her, but I do consider her a friend. And I try to write to her every day. She's even though she's you know an alien. We're not going there tonight. I know. My but own. we'll wait till she's back to talk about this alien connection. People, she took a picture of herself on TV, and it was an alien. I got the picture somewhere. I'm, it just freaks me out. Like, just Whatever. Freaks me out. Are we giving away books or something? <sighs> oh, wait, wait. Are well, we giving away? Let's, right. let's give away you the see, You see, boy, the abuse I take around here, man. <laughs> you would never know I was a boss. I'm telling you. You'd never have no boss? idea. Who's <laughs> the boss? I want to see, see what I'm telling you. See, see, I'm the wannabe boss. That's what, how that works out. Whatever. He's it's, a wannabe uh, boss. I'm the boss. That's what I just said. I'm the wannabe <laughs> boss. Oh my god! Let me see if I can find these sabers. Hold on a second. Oh, okay. Boy. Yeah. So put out your you put out your your um contest thingy as to who gets said lightsaber. Okay. Before we get started, the email is icarcox.net because I keep giving away stuff and forgetting to give out the email. So you so can't I win if you don't know are, the damn email. Okay. What is? I'm doing it. Icar at cox.net. I c a r at c o x dot n e t. Icar at cox.net. Right there. Yeah, wait, hold on. Yeah, that works. So hold on. Let me let me find. Okay. He sent me this link. Write that down, people. Let's Write that see. Down. He sent me this lightsaber. I'm just going to go light. Oh, well, we give these lightsabers away, by the way, which we're giving away two of them. We send you copies of um, 36, 37, and 38 of Writers of the Future. These are books that people had submitted and won. These are uh, anthologies, what they are. And we send these, we send these along with the, the saber. They're great, they're great stuff. All the stories are great. Remember this: every story in the book and every illustration in the book is a winner. Uh, so they're they're really cool. And it's three, and you can give them to kids up, to, you know, seven and up. Actually, I'd say about nine and up. They're they're below, they're PG rated. There's no bloods, guts, gore, sex, or anything like that in them, and they're still entertaining stories. I know it's a freaking amazing, isn't it? Uh, it always cracks me up that. Uh, they're, they can be that good and not have any of the things that Hollywood needs to make a good book. So these are two we're giving away. We're giving away two Obi-Wan. What button did I do it in? I'm going to do it right now. Okay, let me pull it up on the I screen. Car, I car at Prison. net. Okay. okay. There it is. Well, that's not it. That's not it. Okay, we have to go with this one then. So this is it. Okay, here we go. Okay, these are what it is. These are Obi Wan Kenobi's lightsabers. Uh, this particular model sells for right around three hundred dollars. I think it's two fifty nine right now. It's uh, so so, in Canada, probably be about five hundred dollars. Yes, well, they're on sale right now. <laughs> actually, they're, they're regularly they're regular about four hundred, right. and they have now he's he's been giving away different types. 
Uh, one of the Obi Wan's we gave away was eight ninety nine. Uh, one of the Qui Gon he gave away five of them that were eight ninety nine. Most mm-hmm. of them are running somewhere between two hundred and five hundred, but those were special ones. People who got them and what killed me is out of the four we gave away, two of them were given away overseas. One went to Ackland, uh, New uh, not New Jersey, uh, Finland, Finland. Jesus, Joe, one went New to Zealand, one Canada. And, and, yeah, we had one go to Canada, and this one went to New Zealand, and um, so it's been kind of interesting where they going. Oh, and then we had the girl who wrote in with her daughter's name. What was her name the other night? Summer winter or something, something winter. Uh, anyway, it was it was goofy, but she won. <laughs> anyway, they had a lot of winners, but. We gave a lot of books away last night. We gave away 18 books and two lightsabers last night. So, uh, But that was what that show was about. We were just giving away John and Emily Goodwin with, with me from Writers of Future, and we were just giving those books away. So these two, uh, the, so, hold on a second. Somebody's texting me. I don't know me. what you're doing, but I'm just going. Well, somebody was texting me, and it, it just it, and it just popped up over the screen while we were talking. So. These two Obi-Wan, these are these are replicas of Star Wars, the one Obi-Wan carries. Uh, they're full length. They're like this, like this. And that was what's nice about these. You see, you see how long this blade is on this one. It's pretty damn long. Now, this is a fighter blade. So you can whack people, stab people. You can go to sport clubs where they have the uh they have actual fighting matches. You can go fight with your sword and get in trouble and, and stab people and have a whole blast. They come full sound effects. And actually, believe it or not, you can actually change the colors on these. Um, so, because Obi-Wan's a little bit darker blue, but uh, you can change the colors. You can adjust the tones, the shades, the whole nine yards. Uh, and it does it does make all kind of wonderful sounds. And it does by just moving the blade. You don't have to push anything, hold anything. Uh, they're cool as hell. They're a lot of fun to play with. And I don't know what the question's going to be yet. I'm thinking what the question's going to oh be. I don't boy. know. We're going to be here for a while. <laughs> no, because, well, because we've been giving away, we gave away some easy ones and we gave away some hard ones. Like when we talked about when uh, the gala event for writers of the future was going to start, which is April 28th. So if you listened to my other show, you would have known that, but see, you're a different audience. So we can't do y'all that because no, y'all would have no idea when, when that, when that date was. You have to talk about something, maybe a past outer realm guest from last week or talk about what you talked about on the last time you were on the show, you know, a few weeks well, that, ago, that, that, or that, that, talk that. about something from tonight. Well, it could be something you know, tonight. What do you be, like to have with your cigar it, and your and your whiskey or your whatever? Hey, 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 uh, you know, <laughs> you know see how just say so you know a cracker, a piece of cheese, a piece of ham. Matter of fact, it's like having a little mini mufalada with your little shot of okay, <laughs> we'll do that. If if okay, this is gonna wait, I gotta write this down. Where's the pen at? Write this down for me. Okay, for the person for number 20 on the email. And number 30 on the email, if you can tell me what type of whiskey I flashed across the screen a little while ago. Oh, there we go. If you can tell me what that is, then uh, it's And it's whiskey in the U.S., but it's actually called rye because it is Canadian. It's kind of whiskey anyway. Don't be telling what it is. You're giving it away, damn it. I'm not. Because some people be confused to the Canadian people. She loves her audience. You see how she's trying to get y'all free coffee, trying to get y'all free booze. I'm not. Oh, by the way. So number 20 and number 30? Yeah, number 20 and number 30. And by the way, we're going to be giving away a case of this whiskey on New Year's Eve. Yes, a whole case. 
Well, shoot, man. Yeah, it's actually aged. It was sent to me by a friend of mine so who lives do, in Canada. So do employees of the, of the United Public Radio get to? <laughs> <laughs> if he sends me two, I'm I'll send it. I'll tell you what, if, if he sends me two, I'll send all y'all a bottle. Well, actually, I'll have him mail you a bottle because he's in Canada. Somehow mm-hmm. I know that this guy gets stuff across the borders without paying hardly anything. <laughs> I, I'm not, look, I'm not asking. I don't care as long as it gets to my house. No mail, questions I, asked. <laughs> no yeah. questions asked. That's right. Well, no, he deals in, in liquor up there. He's the one that got me. Was it the Jameson? He sent me a bottle of this stuff. It was like uh, $3,500 or $4,500 a bottle. Don't get me wrong. It was good. And I'm sure Santa Claus would have loved it. But um, I don't know. That's a lot of money for whiskey. Yeah. I've actually drunk some more expensive than that. But it's just, I don't, I just, I'm not rich. So I can't afford it anyway. But uh, I don't, I don't, <laughs> it's just a lot of money for whiskey. I mean, Cheap, you know, Jack Daniels will do fine. Well, I'm not allowed to drink Jack Daniels, but still. Are we allowed to be like talking about people who aren't paying me? <laughs> yes, we can because we're trying to get sponsors, especially since we're going to be in Roku. Oh, and speaking, I can't talk, talk about that one, but I may actually have a sponsor you just for did. you and for me. No, 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 no. They're, they're just friends of ours, but we're allowed to talk about friends all we want. But our friends of the network, okay. Okay. we're people who have, who have done donations. Or have sent things along that those we can talk about. Or somebody who wants to sponsor the outer. Or somebody realm. wants to sponsor unbelievable coverage. Yes, Let's because say. because Michelle wants y'all to because this one covers her fees, so she wants one that gives her some money. <laughs> no, no, I I keep harping about freaking Folgers commercials. Okay, that gives me like Fortune, just Folgers happiness. is great, and uh, Tamara sent actually, her they, email. They, <laughs> cool. She, she, she was paying attention. She, she was paying attention. Uh, well, uh, we're about 10 minutes for the, for the end of the show. We'll go through and read them. And uh, remember, you're going to get a copy of, uh, hold on. This is Bob, by the way, in case y'all can't see. Bob, Bob hangs out with us most Bob nights. Bob just got here. like knocked on the noggin. <laughs> Bob, you go over here, you pervert. Oh, you know what else? And since I like Michelle, I'm going to send out a special. I got a couple of these left. It's upside down. <laughs> but Sorry. hey, you know what? They did. Writers of the Future sent me that exact one. And let me tell you something. It is fantastic. And now this is an audio version. Now you won't get them from me. They'll be sent to you from Writers of the Future. Everything else that's coming in, most everything <laughs> I got left in the house now is being donated to a local school, but um, or a local tired. library. But um, <laughs> I know. Okay. But so it's going to be that. And then it's going to be. This is last year's winners, which is some excellent stories in here. I've read all of them. And then it's going to be 36 and 37, which is right there and right there. This is some other ones, though. How many of those books are going with the lightsaber? These three right here, 36, 37, and 38. Are going with both lightsabers. Both lightsabers, Okay, wow. We'll probably probably give away two more sets before the end of the night, so we're giving them away. But uh, we're giving away stuff all the way to the first of the year. We've been giving a lot of stuff away. Well, originally I was trying to send them. Then I just called John and said, "Why don't you? I just send you the people, and then he you can send them." And because the, they the guy with the lightsabers mail them directly out. Right. Yeah, we don't we don't they don't they don't like they don't come here. They go straight to y'all. And okay. I don't, he's got a good deal. He ships all over the place. Yes, he does. Uh, I, no, actually, I, I don't. Um, where did it come from? Oh, that's an email. No, actually, I don't drink. Um, I I can honestly say I don't, if I drink, it'll be once a year at at uh, Writers of the Future. And it'll only be one time. Yeah, it's just, I'm uh, just not a big drink. I used to be when I was young, but I'm not now. 
Yes, I got mm-hmm. I got other things I want to spend my money on. That's all. <laughs> that's what it really comes down to. There's just other things I want to spend my money on. And part of it is some of the new stuff we're adding to the network here real soon. Uh, Roku is going to be interesting. Can y'all imagine? Y'all will get to see Michelle in a 70-inch television now. Oh, boy. Some people can do that right now. Well, you can. You can watch us now. If, if you're... If you've if you've got you know YouTube or any of that, you can pop yep. it up on your TV and watch it on your TV right now. But well, this is actual is. this is actual television, this is yeah. actual TV channel, and the shows will be scheduled. So your live shows will be scheduled in, but the reruns will have their own schedules. So we will start seeing regular reruns of different shows, uh, and they will be have their own rerun date. Like Michelle will have because she's got two shows. There'll be two other rerun slots, so you'll see that there'll be a certain time on a certain day. And they won't be on Wednesday or Thursday. They'll probably be on like Monday and Friday or something like that. And they'll be mm-hmm. midday more than likely. Uh, so you'll be able to catch them. Like if you're a housewife hey, or if you're a house dad. Yeah. You know, Listen something like that. Every day. Or if you do your work from home, you'll be able to watch and enjoy the show from there. Yeah. Uh, and you don't have to go get on your computer or anything. You just flip on your television and go. You won't need no, no computer or anything. You just... That means you can, again, you can watch on the big, for all you guys that are crushing Michelle, you can watch on the big screen. Head into Roku. Yeah. That's right. And if everybody's good and Roku works the way Michelle and I hope it's going to work, probably within three months, we will be on Amazon as well. So for the people who don't have Roku and do have Amazon, we will be available there too. And then for our Apple and Samsung friend, probably somewhere mid-summer, we will be adding Apple TV and Samsung television and also Apple phone and Samsung television. Like and then it. there'll be Vizzo and Insta. So what's going to happen is there'll be six television venues you can watch us on and eight video venues you can watch us on. Ooh, what's nice for us good. is it opens up a potential audience of four, 4.6 billion people. No, it's not. we're not going to get all that in, but we're, it, it gives us a much larger audience to choose so from. So we'll be going from like, between 2.7 and 3.4 yeah. so, million to 6 billion people is what you're saying. Right now, uh, probably our, 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 our reach right right now is probably, well, our potential reach probably right now is around 200 million people worldwide, maybe 300 million if you count China and, and India. But mm-hmm. um and we could we could actually say it's three billion, but we'd be lying because most of the people don't have cell phones to start off with. So mm. uh, for us, it, it's it's probably around two hundred to four hundred million people we have. Now, by the way, our, our um, SoundCloud's about to break. It'll it'll make a half a billion real soon. It's I think at four hundred eighty million, four hundred ninety million somewhere around there. So it's a great thing, and I, I appreciate everybody who goes over there and clicks and clicks and clicks and clicks and clicks. And you know what I like about Roku? You can't click it don't count to click more than once. So it don't matter how many times you listen to it, we only get the we only get the number one time. That's what Boy. so it's true clean numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, we could end up we'd have like two billion in some of the shows if we allowed everybody to listen to it three and four and five times. Because well, mm-hmm. some of the shows get listened to a lot. Yeah, but yep, different yep. shows get different things, yes. You know. Mm-hmm. Some, some so since we know she's a bad girl, what are you getting for Christmas? Who? You. Whatever I want. Oh, look, you see? Talk about Pat. Listen at her. Oh, my God. You sound like Lola. You spoil right <laughs> Lola and I are kindred spirits. <laughs> oh, my God. And Lola, anybody that doesn't know who Lola is, she's just a, a I bad tell people don't spend money on me because I have money that I buy myself what I want. 
That's pretty much what I tell them too. It's yeah, just, I, don't I tell people spending, time, you're uh, not going to get what I want anyway. So let me buy what I want. Me. You know, not that I don't welcome gifts, but you know, I, I, my family said, "Well, what do you want for Christmas?" I'm like, oh, worry, I have what I want, so that's why I say whatever I want. I just got that's like I everybody this and, year. You know, said, what, what do you want? Freeze. What do you want? I said, I just remodeled my house. I just put all new flooring in and all new furniture and appliances. I said, I think I've had a merry happy death in Christmas. I'm, ancient, I'm quite happy. Ancient Templar sword, if I could find one. Yes, you know. Oh, you know, I see why it was a replica. I seen one not that long ago. You know, I track because I collect swords. I um, Mainly Asian type swords, but still I run across them from time to time. I seen a really nice one in a place in Pensacola, Florida. It was really mm -hmm. nice. That's the guy what he wanted. Uh, he said he wanted about three thousand dollars. I said, "Well, it's a replica, right?" He said, "Yeah, it's a replica." He said, "But it's it's a very accurate replica." He said, "You could go to any mm -hmm. any real sword." He he told me what sword it was made off of, because the sword was actually named, but I didn't pay that much attention. Still, it was pretty. I thought about getting it. And I said, "I can give you three thousand dollars for a freaking sword. You can forget it." Yeah, uh, they they get expensive. There's a lot of do. really good. Well, really when I was good. at Dragon Con, I had looked at a couple I wanted to add to my collection. They want seven and nine hundred dollars. Now, people, I love Dragon Con, but I can get them same swords online for about a buck fifty. So yeah. why would I? What I and they're, they're gorgeous swords. And people, so you know, when you get a real sword, one, the sword needs to go all the way through the hilt. It doesn't need to stop at the neck. It needs to go all the way through the hilt, and then you need to be able to stick it in something and bend it back and let it go, and it should go. Whoop, 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 and a sword should not bend. So remember that because Joe is essentially saying he would like some swords for Christmas. Yes, well, I, I got I got quite. I don't know. Lynn's going to have any more swords. I got I got like thirty now. I don't think she's going to have any more. Actually, one like of them I'm sending to. I'm did. bringing. Wait, yeah. wait till I try to bring it on the airport this year when I go to Emily's. Uh, I, I told Emily I'm going to bring her one of my dragon and bring her one of the dragon swords. It's a 440 surgical steel, so I said, I'll bring you this. It's about it's only yeah, about yay long. It's one of the baby swords from the collection. I said, I'm going to bring you this. It comes with its own throwing swords and everything. It's really nice. Right. It's got a dragon, a Chinese dragon wrapped around it. Mm -hmm. But I tell people with those, I would wrap them with a leather around a Chinese dragon. One, to protect your dragon, but two, to protect your hand. But a lot of my friends actually sword fight. Yes, they're idiots. <laughs> from every once in a while, they get hurt. It's uh, No, they're real swords, not foils, real swords. Oh uh, yeah, it's fun to watch, but I'm, I don't I don't want to get nothing chopped off, or I don't want to lose a finger or something like that. Well, but, I'm going to put this out there, and I'm going to advertise Toledo's because I bought you know my my boys collect swords, and Toledo is one of the best sword makers out of Spain, and they do beautiful replica swords. Um, you know, so that's a, they're high quality. I mean, you can take your arm off with one of those; they're really really okay. well made, and they're not inexpensive but if you if you want something of good quality that isn't original you know so yeah. well, that's what i was saying they probably make it to the standard with the full hilt and the end no, see people heavy, don't understand the, heavy, the sword has, has to be flexible mm -hmm. that's what makes it a real sword right. and uh, if you bend it to one side and it stays bent well you got ripped off or if it breaks you got ripped off because a real sword won't do that the, the way they're heated treated and that's you know the way they're they're done um mm -hmm. And okay. if it's a good sword, a good good swords are worth paying good money for. It's just what it comes down to. Because you can go buy any so you can go to any flea market and buy a set of swords for like eighty bucks. I mean a set, three swords, eighty bucks, and you can come with a stand. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I, if when the end of the world comes, I wouldn't use them to defend your life. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I would use a tomato sword. Let me tell you what. So I'm saying. So well, yeah, no free sponsorship over here. <laughs> I got I got my swords for when the zombies apocalypse comes, but uh, I'm ready. So I got we're, two we're sets I'll be, be carrying. <laughs> then we got like lightsaber sound effects with swords. So yes. Well, I'm thinking about Santa Claus. Email. I might leave one of them for him for a song. I might leave one for Santa Claus this year. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, I wonder if he'd like a new sword. We're heading into slowly in like 15 minutes. Top of the hour. Well, we got, we got days, man. We got days. We own the place. What can they tell us? <laughs> what, really? What can they tell us? They tell us, shut up, go home or something. Wait, wait no. How shaking? No. Can I freak me out for a minute? Let me see. Where's my email? People are actually really like excited. Let's just do it. Let's see. Let's see. No, it was not Jack Daniels. Whoever wrote that. This, this, this. So now it's going to be like number 21 or 22 because number 20 was Jack Daniels. Hey, hold on. Why does this girl keep popping back? Well, then it school? goes to, yeah, I mean. It just progresses up, yeah. And um, each one will progress up each time. Why will my email stay open? And no, I don't care about politics. Uh, Michelle no, does not to. allow me to talk about politics. Not on this show. <laughs> you have your own darn political show. That's right. That I Charles, plug it, after it, every end of the outer realm. Yes, and it's been day. getting it's been getting insane over there lately. It's uh, uh, I'm breaking I'm breaking Jay in. What the hell is that? Oh, five dollars. Who sent me that crap? Okay, let's see. Lisa L. McDonald. Lisa L. McDonald is number twenty. She's like 23, but she actually got it right. No, I can't say the name because 30 hasn't come in yet. Lisa L. McDonald, where are you from? Hold on. Let me click this and see where this is from. This is from where this is from. What the hell? You got to include. Oh, wait. There it is. Okay. Yeah, I got to say where you're from. I mean, we're still waiting for number 30. Okay. So you have to this, say where this you're from. This is Cambridge, Mass- Massachusetts. Ooh, Massachusetts, Spain, so, the USA. I, that's the first first win of anything we've had in in Mass or Cambridge for that that that's interesting. There we go. Hear. So Lisa L. McDonald. So you people in, in Cambridge right play with here. lightsabers, so I see this hope for y'all here after all. So I'm just gonna put her name up here, okay? Um, I hope I spelled this. Is it a small C or is it M A C? Wait, hold on. Let me go back. No, it's it's like M, it's a capital M small C, yeah. Oh, capital M small yeah, C. Small okay, C. like like the restaurant, yeah. It's like the restaurant, except it's it's got the, the thing in between it. First light saber. Southern first. Comfort. Where where did you see Southern Comfort? Araya Araya Nelson says it's Southern Comfort. No, it's not saber. Southern Comfort. I, I I haven't had a glass of Southern Dang. Comfort since I got like twenty five or something. And that was that would have been called a Southern Screw. Okay, there uh, we go. There we go. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. And remember, people, we're giving these away two a day all the way until Christmas. I mean, until Christmas, until New Year's. And uh, now this one, when, uh, he will get the order tomorrow for these two. Uh, he will ship them tomorrow because it's a, it's a Friday, but I doubt you'll see it before Christmas. Some people might be one day, but being it's the holidays, I would figure Monday or Tuesday of next week uh, before you see it. Well, the books will be shipped from LA. The, uh, We're still waiting for number 30. 
<laughs> yeah, we're not there. We're at 29. And uh, 29 was what? A, a duel? That's not even liquor. What the way? <laughs> I mean, it's not even whiskey. I mean, come They're on, man. Number thirty. Let's go. Oh my God! We're nearing the end of the well, show. See, guys. that just tells me y'all were not paying attention when I was. But and you no. even heard Michelle told me to put the damn thing down. He's you know it right up there. He and did. you can't even go back right now until the show's over, so you can't even no. go backwards. No, no. Okay, you can't. so thirty it's got it wrong. Right. Thirty-one got it wrong. Thirty-two got it wrong. Oh, no, people. Well, at least somebody got it right. So. I know. So there it is. There's the first one. Okay. Wait. Is it that? Wait. Is this that? Wait. Where did it go? I thought I seen that next one, but. I, oh. Uh, so it's Paul Malone from Paul. 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 It's, anyway, they're from Palm Beach. Oh, so it's okay. M A L O N E. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul, are you the, the clothes guy down there? Because I like, you know, there's a mm. Paul Malone I buy clothes from sometimes, ties and stuff like that. Are, 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 is that y'all? Okay. I mean, are you him? Is what I'm trying to ask. Oh. Well, there's a fashion name. It's a fashion brand actually by Paul Malone, uh, and they're out of Palm Beach. And no relation, huh? Well, that's just Paul weird. Malone. Is the winner of the? I don't think we've had anybody. And y'all in West Palm Beach is the same place. You got to be related to me. You got to be like Ken or something. Boy. No, I, I get. I buy ties. Not these. I buy. But this. These are just play ties. But I buy expensive real ties from them, and not this them vests and stuff. There we go. Yeah, they have. They have pretty good. Uh, they have pretty good stuff. Oh look, Kate, you got. Can't put it here, Kate. You got to put it in the email. <laughs> See, she knew Crown Royal. People, look, I'll put it up one more time since the goofballs that missed it, missed it. In case you don't know what kind of liquor this is, it's called Crown Royal. It's a Canadian whiskey is what it is. Uh, it's actually one of the Canadians' better it's whiskeys. It's called they rye. Well, yeah, we don't yeah, call it rye down here. It is. It's rye. It's rye. It's not whiskey. It's rye. Yeah, you yeah, people will call very, it. It's whiskey. very, no, y'all put the label on. It's Canadian whiskey. I didn't put that damn label on there. It's, um, but it's a very mellow. It's it, well, it's not inexpensive. It's not outrageously expensive, but it's not inexpensive. It's, for a decent sized bottle, you could probably run your 40, 50 bucks. <laughs> crown Royal, Crown Royal, Crown Royal. There it is. Yes. I, I love me some Crown. Yes. Oh, well, look, guys, you know, I'll, I'll let Michelle know because tomorrow night on, on the Centralist and the second half of Centralist, not the first half, we're going to be giving away two more lightsabers and 12 books. Uh, so y'all can come check it out and, and you know, Turn, plug it in if you, it's politics you don't want to hear about. I, I'm, okay. I'm not even sure what we're talking about. I know um, one sure. of our other co-hosts, or one of our other, um, what do you call him? She's not quite a co-host. A guest yet. co-host. She's a guest. Kind of like she's, what you are tonight. She's an experimental <laughs> co-host. I'm not experimental, though. I'm just a pain in the ass. I don't know. Just, yeah, okay. I'll give it to you. I try hard to act like Emily. Thank you very much. Damn, Emily. <laughs> They're giving uh, me trouble, babe. I mean, Amelia, see, now I'm in trouble again. You, you okay, you are in trouble because, you know, what the hell? So we're giving away three books with each of these lightsabers. Are you yes. giving away any books by themselves right now? It's a, You know what? We can give away three three more sets. I mean, two more sets of three because they come in threes. Okay, so we it's can just give the books. two more sets. Yes, it's just okay, the books. just the books. So it's going to be these three right here. Okay, so you got you got this is this year's winners. This okay. is even though you barely got to see it. This is last year. 
with the sexy girl on it. And this is the year before. So these two books are, are alike because they came out at the same time because COVID, they couldn't be released for two years because of COVID. So the first time I got to go to Writers of the Future, they had, they had double books. And they had 24 winners there and 24 illustrators there. And it was insane. So uh, we're giving away two sets of three or three sets of three? Two, we can give away three sets of three. We got, okay, we got enough three to give away sets. three sets of three. Okay, of three. So, so I'm going to make this real easy. Email iCar. Hold we'll on. We'll do five. Okay. Cox.net. Okay, so, I'm going to put this so up right So winner now. 10, 20, and 30, if you can tell me who sponsors Writers of the Future. Not who writes it, not who runs it, not who operates it, but who sponsors it. I'll give you a hint. It's a gentleman. It's one person. He's a gentleman, and he's deceased. And somebody just gave a name when I was smacker in the head. Y'all can figure it out, though. So anyway, it's 20, 10, 20, and 30. We want to give these books away, so and, we're not making the questions Hannah, real it's hard. Right, it's right here in the banner. We're leaving it up for you. It's right at the very end of this banner. Yeah, so it's 10, 20, or 30 in the book. Yeah. And I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh... Whoever puts it in the chat first, I'll send y'all set two. Ooh, and in the chat. So, okay, so it's numbers what? 10? 10, 20, 20 and 30 on 30 an email. Plus if anybody chat. puts up who the sponsor of this, this, the Writers of the Future is, in the chat, we'll send y'all a set as well. Okay, well, don't put it in the chat just yet. Give everybody a chance to email first. Yeah, so it's. Because you're uh, be giving it away. Let me make sure I got my email still open. Yes, okay. Let me refresh my email, start off okay, with. Okay, so let's do that because we've got all like six minutes to spare, guys. Okay, Kathy from LA won the first set. Okay, what, how do you, okay, what's. Kathy? It just, it just says, actually, it says Kathleen. Kathleen. And she's, yeah, she didn't put her last name, but she's from Los Angeles. Okay. Which is cool because you can just drive over and get yours. <laughs> yes, yes, okay. yes. Let's see. Let's Who's the see. sponsor for Writers of the Future radio show that we have here, Tamara, on the network? Well, we're, we're asking who sponsors the books, but it's the same thing. Oh, because who sponsors the, the books? Yeah. So, because the okay. same person who sponsors, sponsors all of it. Um, and okay. I will tell you this I'll give y'all another clue. He's deceased. Okay. Yes. So, and it's not John now Goodwin. We're or on, Goodwin. on number 20 and number let's 30. See, let's see. Let's see. Number 20 is Myra Morgan. Well, that's a weird name. No, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend anybody. Myra no. Morgan. And Why where would you are do you that? from? Myra Morgan. Oh, she's from Pass. Well, you can come by and get a set here. <laughs> All right. Now, number now, that's 30. just weird. I've never had anybody ever win anything in Mississippi or nowhere. Any wow, that's that, that's weird. That's like fate or something. There, that's just weird. So, we still got 30, nobody's got the 30 yet. And no, and so okay. So, no, once number 30 rolls in, then whoever writes it after you hear us announce number 30, then whoever puts it in the chat first will also get a set. And let's see, it looks like Lee Frazier is going to hit number 30. Lee, where are you from? Uh, Clydesville, Texas. Wow, everybody's down your neck of the woods right now. Uh, which is odd because hardly everybody ever wins down here. So anybody in the chat room who can come up with, and I will give you all a hint, she put it in the in the box, 
the person who sponsored it all is in the box. Yeah. Just for you people who can't see us, y'all didn't have a chance in that one. But for anybody who can see us, she actually put the person's name who sponsors us in in the in the in the scroll box. So yes. Yeah, so I don't know, man. This is all you know. Anyway, there's another set there when we all want to get it. So who you got coming on next week? Next week, this is going to I'm be a torture lot until of... Amelia comes back. Uh, Amelia paid you? me money for this, and are she you? promised to send me food. Oh my gosh! Um, next week, Wednesday night, we welcome the return of Jim Girard. I uh, got, got it. He's got an amazing list of topics set aside for us. For starters, here's something for you guys to think about. For starters, how did our past guest and dear friend Richard Stanley, who was on just at the beginning of the month, how did his last interview ignite a huge revelation? So that's just for starters. He's got some crazy things. Thursday night, ironically, is the return of Hamilton White and Richard Stanley, who's going to be filling us in on a whole bunch of really great news of, as to what they've been up to down there in the zone in the south of France. And Hamilton's got stuff going on up in the UK. So, you know, guys, it's going to be two great shows. There we go. Uh, Tamara, get, get Michelle your information where you want it sent to. And yeah, you got uh, it. and I'll have I'll get them sent. Uh, they'll put those depending on where you are, they might send from here. Yep. It just depends. Uh okay. And and or then just, who that is that Wednesday? You might look at Joe at our car. Well you can you can email me. It. Yeah, you can email me over there either way. Whatever's easiest for you. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Why is this coming up on the same screen? Okay. I know. Uh, and Thursday. The aliens Thursday. No, it's ironically, like I said, it's going to be Richard Stanley, Hamilton White, and they're going oh, I must to have be missed Wednesday. Then, which who you got on Wednesday? I told you, Jim Gerard. Oh, Jim okay. Gerard, you uh, just, just not listening to me, man. You're hijacking my show and you're not listening to me. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I can do that. So that's just, that's just part of the deal. No, Jim Gerard, who's been on about three different times, I believe. And he, the, he, one of the things he's going to be talking about, he's got like really wild things to talk about. This guy's really amazing. And he's got one of his topics are how did our past guest, Richard Stanley's last interview, ignite a huge revelation. So you're going to have to tune in for that answer. I'm kind of curious to see that too, but he's like really, he's got really cool things going on. So, so as soon they, as you're um, done, we know. Well, okay. I, I will be harassing her and hijacking her the whole time. Amelia's out. She'll, she'll, be by herself. She'll, be, she'll be by herself. So I'll have to jump in from time to time. Well, I love the guys on that. That's why I was asking who she has on next week. I love the guys that are on Thursday. I don't know the guy on, on Wednesday. Uh, uh, yeah. So, Jim's been on a few times. He's, 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 pretty wild but yeah hamilton and richard together are going to be pretty wicked and they're also yeah. scheduled to come back on together guys that believe at the end of february as well with another cool project and i got a surprise and, and this is the first time uh michelle's hearing this too so. i'm getting a raise yes yes yeah you're getting a raise and, but, <laughs> 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 i want to raise too like i'm looking for a raise myself it's okay, uh, so you know we're gonna be we're gonna be starting on Roku. We're actually already uploading to Roku, but because we have a lot of loyal listeners on this network, and I'm I'm gonna make this across the entire network, I'm gonna actually give away a six month subscription to the network. What I mean by that, I mean you're gonna get your own show, one hour for six months. 
Now it'll probably be in the early afternoon or somewhere along that because you can't get on a night without either paying or have one big ass audience like some other people have. Uh, so, so, well, or unless you have a sponsor, but. So what you're going to have to do is email right here. I'm going to put it up here. Hold on. Don't get too far ahead of yourself, Mr. Montaldo. <laughs> Contact at, I'll put this up and then you can continue. Just make sure this is right. Okay. So. So anyway, I'm, I'm going to give away this. It was one, it's six months of free television because Roku is actually a paid service on our network. Meaning if you're a host, you have to pay for the service unless you're like Michelle or one or two of the others. But still, um, we're going to give away a, a six month subscription of that. And so you'll go across our whole network. The network is huge. Uh, it spans all over the place. And I will personally produce your show for six months. Now, after six months, we will discuss what if there's any future or, or anything along those lines. I used to produce every show on the network just because I'm busy now. there. <laughs> but now and I'm busy. That's why I got you. So I don't have to always be here. What the heck ever. But you do have to be approved. Like we have to watch because of certain content and stuff like that. Yeah, so, so, But Ro Roku is a lot more lenient. The, the winning nominee or the winning person of whoever, you know, comes forward and we, we approve. So it's going to be best idea is going to win the show. So. So yeah. you just, you can mail it to anybody you want. You, you know, Michelle would be better because she's the one going to want to be, she's the one that's going to be able to approve these shows. Damn, I don't know why I can't speak English tonight. Uh, but she's going to be the one that approve these shows. But I will actually come produce with you because I like meeting all the new hosts. I have this one I got to go meet now. But um, it's just best idea, you know. So write in to us. If you've got a good idea got. for a show starting in January, we're going to put you up. We're going to pick you up. And you can go on your show. It'll be one day a week for six months. For an hour. And for we have one to hour. Because and, a lot of new shows are coming on too. So, yeah, so time and, slots are and, already booking. Yeah. So Michelle will I'll, Michelle will tell you what time slots we have available. And then you can discuss it from there. Because I know some people work for a living and stuff like that. So, you know, this is something that most stations don't offer. And if I was to put a value on this, this, this is probably for a new a new person at a good drive time time or afternoon time on television with us, it would probably cost you about a thousand dollars a month. Uh, so what we're doing here is we're, we're bringing, we went one best idea. If you do really good and your show shows a lot of potential and this, uh, then we'll go from there. Yeah. We're uh, already, uh, you know, Dave and I are friends, so we've already, we've already discussed it. So stay tuned. Yeah. So, and I mean, and there is a whole host of new shows coming on. Network. There will be, there will be a flurry of new shows coming on network for the next probably six or seven months. So there'll be a lot of stuff to listen to. There'll be a lot of accents to listen to the live, be a lot of good entertainment, but because we have so many loyal listeners, I want to give something back that you just can't get anywhere else. Uh, and remember, so this isn't just radio, this is TV and radio. So sh tell us what you got, tell us what you have in mind and let us work with you. If you've thought about, the fact that you'd really like to maybe do a show, do a podcast, and you just don't know where to go, um, we will work with you. We will make your show. We will we will yes. help it grow, we, 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 and we will nurture you and help you. And I will even guarantee you at least one appearance on one of my two shows on the network. I didn't uh, even get that. Isn't that funny? She didn't need that. 
It's uh, Michelle didn't need it. She, and Michelle's been on my shows before, but she didn't need it. She's what, uh, what, what, what? Speak English to me because I'm surely have not. We have a show together. That is all. That's true. Well, you see, that works just as well. But, but, uh, and that show does actually better than both of our shows we're talking about right now. That's just sad. That's true. Um, it is. It but, is. but I will do that just to help you get your audience going, just to give you a place. And I will introduce you to some of the other hosts on the network and, uh, you can get going from there. We got a lot of great people. We got a lot of great guys and girls in the network. Uh, okay. We got a lot of great. <laughs> we got a great non nouns on the network. Wait, right. I mean, let me get this out right. right we got a we got a lot of great non nouns on the network. There we go. Put it on. So, so anyway, it, it's an offer that we're we're making now, and uh, we're we're gonna let it run for a couple of weeks and and see what we come up with. And you know, maybe we'll get some ideas. Maybe it's a lot of people scared to do their first radio show, uh, but we are going to offer it out there to people who want to try and get on. And look, we we allow for a, a wide range of topics. It doesn't have to be paranormal. No. It doesn't have to be aliens. It can be a lot of range. It can be cooking food, as far as we care. You have to remember we're United Public Radio. So a lot of people catch us on the UFO Paranormal, but their home station is United Public Radio, which allows for politics and allows for food, allows for religion. It's just we like to keep, for the most part, we like to keep PG-17 guidelines is, is the best I can say. Well, and we do allow, we need to behave ourselves. Yes, and we do allow conspiracy as long as it's not, how can I say this politely, stupid conspiracy. Okay. No, don't get me wrong. There's, there's make, a lot. Make sure of, your tin hat's not on too tight. Is what you know, trying to say. So, so I, I do allow for conspiracy. I, I like a lot of conspiracy stuff, yes, and we yes. have conspiracy hosts on the network. Yes. And we'll probably have another one soon. But the thing of it is, is, is we just want you to 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 maintain yourself in in a you know, in like a work environment. Look and, good. Be clean. Don't don't do certain stupid things, and you'll hear about that from Michelle. But not, it's not for the radio show. But it's. Yes, uh, and, you know, we yeah. have one winner of all of this, but yeah. I want to put it out there. If there are other people with, you know, really good ideas and, and you're looking for a network, we are looking to set up a fair size daytime roster. And yes. we are now in the process. I'm, I mean, I've been interviewing people. New shows are coming on board. The winner of this show basically ends up really getting boosted, whereas, you know, it helps if you can come with a sponsor. It just allows you um, different perks, which we could talk about. Um, but for the most part, um, you know, we're open to suggestions and we are putting it out there. So and, and if the you can talk get those perks without and, cost. And if you're good enough to talk, Michelle, and we do offer mentor roles every once in a while. Right now, we're both mentoring one of the hosts on the network. And she's doing quite well, actually. I think she's in the 850,000 average range now. Uh, and she's a newbie and that's, you know, so we stole her and we decided to help her out. If you come over to, and we're not talking about the winner, the winner is different. This is something different. If you're, if you're really good enough and, and you really feel like you can contribute and you can convince Miss Red there that you can, you don't have to convince me, you have to convince her. Uh, then sure. I don't mind helping out mentoring people. It's just, uh, we, we want quality people. That's all. Really, that's what we're looking for these days. We have a lot of hosts. We just want quality hosts. We want hosts that you yourself would not mind listening to. And that's the best way I can say it. Anyway, and now that I've hijacked an hour, Michelle. At least a freaking hour. My show totally did not go down the road I expected it to go to. You should know that's better than that. What the freaking hell? You should have told me that's what you wanted to talk about. What? <laughs> you should have told me. You know how I am. If you don't tell me, I go off on a rampage oh, somewhere. Oh, 
Oh, I know. I tried. You man. know, yeah. You know, she pays me to come on here. Y'all know that, right? Yeah, sure. And I don't get paid at all. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's a great that's freaking a, arrangement. A, but, I know. How does that work out, huh? No, I'm just here to to, to sit in for uh, Amelia a couple of times here and there, just so she's not alone sometimes. And, but when she's got guests on, I'll actually be well behaved. To be honest with you, it's <laughs> just where, it's just where you don't have guests, I get a little squirrely as we just a roll down. Squirrely. Have you guys ever watched the Gray Zone when I'm sort of like always making squirrel comments or like the fishing rod trying to reel them in? That's, that's her <laughs> job. That, that. I mean, that's, that's I do that stuff. Yes, she, I do. And that's why the show is good because she keeps me from going contri- completely crazy. It's uh, we have a lot of good shows on the network, and we really want a lot of lot lot more people on the network. Man, I am just tongue tied as all hell tonight. I don't know. It's, I don't, um, you're not very tongue tied because like you've been going strong for two hours. <laughs> doing dude, all right, you, man. She's, she's abusive. She says she's abusive. I feel for Wayne. She probably just abuses this poor man all the time. Doing man. all right. I feel for you. I, I'm sending Wayne some good whiskey this year. <laughs> I just feel for the man. Oh. I said he was a good whiskey. Okay, Let's, well, uh, I'm going to sign us off now. Yes, we got like go. nine minutes after the hour. See, but it's we just been a blast. Like 2.8, so I think. you already heard who we've got coming in next week. So please tune in tomorrow night, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, is Church of Mabus. Check him out. And then, of course, at 10 p.m. Eastern is The Centralist with this guy right here. He's going to talk all kinds of stuff, but mainly politics. So Yes, mainly politics. That's it. So Matter big fact, thank mainly you. Mainly bitching tomorrow night. <laughs> big thank you again to our sponsors, Folgers Coffee, Dr. Snick, Justin Snicker. If you guys would like to contact me or Amelia or... Oh, how we would even take an email for Joe. Do it at the outer realm contact at gmail.com or go to the Facebook page and just click on the email button. So if wherever you're watching the show, please guys subscribe, like us, follow us, whatever the case may be. We appreciate your support so much. And um, we do our very best to bring you, um, you know, Good entertainment. I think we're dang entertaining. Yeah, yeah we are dang guys. I know. So to so all many of people you, think we are anyway. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry Yule, Christmas. Happy Holidays, wherever the case may be. Enjoy. Be safe. Big storms rolling through um, all over the place right now, and it's getting cold. So everybody, take care and stay safe over the Christmas holidays. And yes. Don't forget to share just what she said. That's right. Be nice. Anyway, good night, everybody. Merry Christmas.